delicious. You know, the atmosphere, the people, the food, everything's just... It looked good at the table behind me, so I thought I'd try it, too. Oh, wide selection. I love the menu. The waitresses and waiters here still remember me from when I was little. Oh, I'm going all-American cheeseburger today. I'm having the Greek burrito today. I come to Sam's because the alcoholic beverages are good. Sam's number three in Aurora off of Anna Parker and Glendale off Cherry Creek in Leedsdale in downtown 15th and Curtis. <laughs> oh, I said you can't come here and not like the food. Altitude brings you the best Nuggets action all season long. Tune in tonight as your Denver Nuggets hit the court to take on the New York Knicks. Pre-game coverage starts tonight at 5 p.m. and tip-off at 5.30 p.m. For a full list of channel numbers and programming information, log on to our website at AltitudeSports.com. Altitude Sports, your TV home of the Denver Nuggets. You're driving, minding your own business, then boom, you're rear-ended. Just another ordinary day for the insurance company, but not for you. You need to know your rights. You need the Bell & Pollock Legal Game Plan. Bell & Pollock's Legal Game Plan gives you the rules, so you have the legal strength to fight the insurance company. Bell & Pollock, our legal game plan is designed to help injured victims just like you. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. Put our legal game plan to work for you. We'll help you. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 1823. KKSE. Parker. Denver. The best sports talk all day long. Altitude 950. Denver. All Sports Station. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios. The Vic Lombardi Show starts now. I like Vic Lombardi. You go to Denver, very few Lombardis. No, I guess we're naturals. I guess we're naturals in there, man. He's a man who likes wine, and I'll tell you something else. He knows more about sports in his toenail than you know in your family tree. Yes, sir. You hit it right on the head, man. Don't talk about my height. I have to keep it very professional, which uh, I will, but uh, you got a big crowd out there. It's uh, Vic Lombardi night. It's all entertainment, you know. It's all entertainment, man. You're listening to Dr. Vic Lombardi. Man, James, you look pretty lonely in there. Extremely lonely. Why don't you go ahead and set up shop in front of my microphone? You got the whole studio to yourself. No, no, no. I, I, I heard what you told Will on Thursday. Get out of my chair. <laughs> I can follow the rules, Vic. So I know I'm here all by myself. I'm the only one in the studio. I sat in my yeah. chair where I belong. Well, for those of you watching on Periscope at Vic Lombardi or at, at Altitude 950, James is all alone. Um, I'm broadcasting from Mikasa. Will Peterson is not broadcasting at all, but we are bringing it to you live 
just hours after one of the most classic baseball games you will ever watch. How far did you make it, James? I made it all the way to the end. Uh, and I, at some point I was just rooting for a conclusion because it's yes. 1130. I'm like, I got a morning radio show to do. Not to make this about me, but I got to go to bed. Uh, but I watched all the way to the end. It was a fantastic game. And I, and I think, you know, and we've talked a lot about, about it on the show that, you know, the, the recency of it, we tend to come in and be hyperbolic and that was the greatest game ever, blah, blah, blah. I don't know how you could top that as a World Series game because not only was it just the, the back and forth and it's 13 to 12 and it goes into extra innings, but it's game five of a 2-2 series, which is whether you're, you're talking hockey or baseball or basketball, game five is the big game. I mean, that yes. is the game that, you know, the vast majority of time, whoever wins that in a tied 2-2 series, whoever wins game five goes on to win the series. So you add that element to it, short of it being an actual game seven that went like that, I don't know how you top it. I really don't. I, I'm having a hard time coming up with a game that was better than that one, it was uh, it was fantastic almost from start to finish. I'm a 48-year-old man. I'm a small man. That was the craziest baseball game I have ever witnessed. Ever. I mean, ever. I, I, I can't think of another game with so much on the line, and you're exactly right, a game five. Uh, frankly, I thought that was a must-win for the Astros. Yes. Because the last thing they want to do is go to L.A. Uh, facing elimination twice. So with all at stake, with the pitchers on the hill, with the entire country watching, the amount of fireworks that one game could produce, I've never seen anything like it. Probably never will again. I, you know, that's one of those once-in-a-lifetime games. It was like a Coors Field game in 1999. You know, just back and forth and back and forth and 13-12 and home runs all the time. But those games were, you know, relatively meaningless games in August or July or whatever. This was the biggest stage going, and yeah, it was it was just it was incredible. I do think though, it was a little bit of a must win for the Dodgers because I think they have to win the games when Clayton Kershaw starts. They have such a decided advantage when he's on the hill that if you lose a game when he starts because he's only going to get two, that man that's that's big. That that is big. You got now Verlander on the hill yeah. for Houston with a chance to close it out. It's advantage Astros at this point. By the way, Justin Verlander, since joining the Astros, do you know his record as an Astros starter? I don't off the top of my head, no. 10 and 0. 10 and 0? Yeah. He's pitched that many times? Yeah, 10 and 0. They've won 10 games in which he's pitched. Remember when we talked about how, hey, that's the kind of move you should go make at, uh -huh. the, at the, at the deadline? Yeah. You'll see, by the way, you will see, um, Clayton Kershaw again. Maybe not as a starter. But he'll have some spot duty if this goes game seven. Yeah. There's no doubt about he'll it. He'll pull his Madison Bumgarner and yes. come out of the, come out of the bullpen. All hands on deck for game seven. The reason why, listen, and, and just let me, let me confide in you. I got all the way to the 10th inning before I lost it. I was gone. You fell asleep T before the yep. end? Yep. TV it, was on. It only went 10. I fell asleep before the final inning. I fell asleep. I was there. I was all the way there. I saw the wonderful at bat. In the uh, ninth inning, that tied it for the Dodgers. Who was that? That tied it went right up the middle off that dude. Oh yeah, jeez, I'll find it. At I don't this know. Point, it all kind I'm, of blurred I'm, me. I'm losing all rational mindset because there were so many clutch hits in that game. It was Taylor. Taylor goes right up the middle to tie it at 12 apiece on a 2-2 pitch. Yep. And I'm thinking, okay, well this could go. This could go 17 innings for all I know. So. 
Got in bed, turned the television on. I said, I'm going to sit there. I'm going to watch the whole thing. Next thing you know, it's morning time, and I go straight to the Twitter machine to see who won. Unfortunately, I missed the bottom of that 10th inning. They get those off of the best closer in baseball, James. Yep, yep. And I heard this on the way in this morning, bouncing around the dial, and, and I think there's something to it. Uh, I actually think it was David Ross on ESPN last night, and they were replaying it. He said, you know, the way playoff baseball is anymore where they don't try to get as many innings out of their starter, they try to get five, and then you kind of go bullpen, bullpen by committee, that at this point, these two teams have been doing that for so long. These bullpens are just gassed. They're just absolutely gassed. And it did look like that, uh, last night because it was, it was as though neither bullpen could get three outs in an inning without giving up something. It was, uh, it was remarkable. Well, just some of the numbers from last night's game. First of all, the length of the game. Five hours and, let's see, 12 minutes. Five hours and 12 minutes. More than Seems, double the first time <laughs> Kershaw and Keiko were on the hill. Seems like a long time, but when you're into the game, when every inning matters, it doesn't seem that long at all. The fact that it went that late probably could. Can you imagine living on the East Coast? I mean, oh. We live in Denver, which is prime viewing territory. Imagine living on the East Coast trying to watch these games. It was one thirty in the morning. Some of the other, ended. some of the other things that you, you may have missed last night. 25 combined runs that ties for the second most in a World Series game. God, what the hell's first? That's amazing. They combined for 28 hits, 28 strikeouts. At one point, the Astros were down 4-0 in the fourth with Kershaw on the mound. And you're thinking exactly what you just said. This is Kershaw. It's 4-0. This game is over. No doubt. Right? No doubt. Their win probability at 4 nothing in the fourth was 12%. So whoever comes up with those analytics, the game was over. It was just getting started. You know, it was not a good weekend for win probability guy. You're right. I don't know if you were watching the win probability during the Ohio State-Penn State game, uh, but that was 98% for most of the fourth quarter. And sure. then all of a sudden, oh, no, Ohio State won the game. Win probability guy had a bad weekend. How about win probability guy when the Houston Texans led the Seattle Seahawks with a minute to play? You know what, though? And, and we'll get into this. Uh, my, I've, I've told you before, my son is a Seahawks fan. Yeah. I, we, we have problems in our house. And he was all miffed at the end of that game. And after Houston got a, a first down right at the two-minute warning, like, what are you worried about? They're going to go run, 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 punt. I said, I guarantee you Russell Wilson will have the ball in his hands with a minute 40 and a chance to win the game. And sure enough, that's how it went. This is the second time Bill O'Brien has blown a big road win by being conservative. They were in New England, and they were up, I think, two, had a third and one. And all they had to do was get a first down, and New England's out of timeouts. They get stuffed and have to kick a field goal to only go up five. It gives Tom Brady a chance to come back and beat him. Same thing yesterday. How yeah. do you run three plays and Deshaun Watson doesn't carry the ball on one of them? It, the guy is so conservative, it is mind-boggling. Quite remarkable how a team can go through a makeover like the Houston Texans from a defense-oriented team, right? They were all about defense. To now, would you call them the... Well, the Rams lead the league in offense, but in terms of excitement, the most exciting offense in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm with you, and uh, there's a reason they were forced into playing the quarterback that has skills that are 
fun to watch as opposed to the guy who's good at a chalkboard. That sounds familiar. You know, you and I go at it every morning. We do. But I know, I know when I'm wrong. And I agree with you on this account. When we argued about coaches being conservative and sometimes they just are conservative for the sake of saving their jobs, how you can enter a season, look at Tom Savage and say, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, we got to have some of that. We got to have some of that Tom Savage. Right. This Deshaun Watson cat, <laughs> he's just too young. He's just, you know, we got to we gotta build his confidence before we throw him out there. No, no, man. They backed in to Deshaun Watson. So I refuse to give Bill O'Brien any credit whatsoever for what has happened in Houston. None. Well, and doesn't it kind of speak to how worthless OTAs training camp and preseason are? All of it. All of it's worthless. You're not getting hit, James. I say it all the time. OTAs and training camp for a quarterback, okay, you can work on timing. It's great for Hall of Famers who know they're going to play the entire season, who've already experienced the pains of an NFL season. But for guys competing for a job, it means zero. You're not getting hit. There's no fear factor for a quarterback. And if there's no fear factor, it changes everything about the position. Yeah, it's why I just don't care. And look, I've said it a bunch that I was at seven or eight of those practice days too, and I didn't see what everybody else saw. But let's assume all the minions are right about what went down in training camp practice in terms of the battle between Simeon and Lynch. I don't care. I don't care. I, I have zero uh, uh, concern about who looked good on August 8th at an at a afternoon practice at Dove Valley. None. Yeah. None. None at all. You know who we need to get on the show this morning? He is not on the guest list. But after last night's epic Game 5, we need to get Jason Hirsch on the air. Because my hot take coming up is about this, uh, well, it's more than a conspiracy theory. There are guys talking about it openly, that they have juiced the baseball. And I'll give you my definition of, of juice, how they've changed the baseball to provide and produce what we saw last night in Houston, Texas. We, yeah. need, to get, we need to get Hirsch on the air because I, I want to ask him if there's really any anything behind this story. I think there is. There's got to be. And Vic, did you notice on the on the rundown in our list of guests, um, Will didn't include himself. And oh yeah, I, you're right. When I'm in LA, when I'm in Vegas, you guys wake me up at at ungodly hours. You're in Vegas. We woke you up a couple times. I've been we're, on twice from Vegas. You yeah, we're two waking, segments. We're waking his ass up. I, I mean, say that right now. He's not on the list. That's just begging to get called, be called live on the okay, radio, right? Here's what's going to happen. I know exactly. His phone is off. He's going to pull one of those stunts. Do we know what hotel he's in? Yes. Okay. Well, then we're done. We're, we're calling the <laughs> hotel room. In fact, we're not going to do it next segment because we've got our piping hot takes. Maybe we will. Maybe I'll do my hot take. You do yours, and then we'll call Will for his. See, now I was thinking we should call him like at 945, so oh, it's no. 845 in Vegas. Give him a little bit of a chance. No. You want to do it in the uh, yes, 6 o'clock you know hour he, Vegas time. You know he was in that book last night for all five hours oh, and yeah. 17 minutes. No doubt. And then some. Live betting the heck out of it. Also on the show this morning, Soren Petro, Sports Radio 810 out of Kansas City. Get a preview of the Broncos and Chiefs tonight. Earl Boykins, former Nugget at 9.30. Nice dub by the Nugs. They've won two in a row on the road. Our morning sugar fix, Aqib Tlaib. Remember last week on the show how he said to me on these airwaves, Hey, Vic, get all your compadres and come tell us how sorry we are. Remember that? I do. Well, I did exactly that. You'll see what happened. You will hear what happened in the Broncos locker room late last week.
So a jam-packed show on this Monday morning. We preview the Broncos Chiefs and review one of the greatest baseball games I have ever seen. Hot takes coming right up on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Hastings and Broman. I guess my worry comes in that it's it's hard to make up these games. Games count the same in October as they do in April. You sound like me in baseball season, and you go, it's a long season, it's a marathon, it's 162. Go get your Rockies measuring stick. Go get your Rockies yardstick and bring it out here for the Nuggets and Aps. Go get it right right behind it's in the corner. Grab it and use the same measuring stick. Hastings and Brownman, every weekday, 10 to 1, only on Altitude 950. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix a problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. The Altitude 950 traffic update. The roadways are wet this morning. Watch for some possible slick conditions on the bridges and ramps. There is an accident on the ramp from westbound I-70 to Sheridan. Traffic is brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Car rolled into the ditch northbound Highway 285 approaching South Turkey Creek. Activity there. Not knowing the difference between a cold and the flu can be frightening. But with the help of the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer, this Halloween season you won't be tricked by any spooky symptoms. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic. I'm Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Two on, two out. Ten back. That's in the air to left. Here comes Fisher. Does anybody know the exact time, mountain time, that that game ended? Because, um, again, I was in bed, television on. 
I think around 10.50 when I snuggled in, ready to watch this whole thing. And then I woke up this morning going, what the hell just happened? I want to say it was about 11.30. That would be my guess. It was not All quite right. midnight. I do remember Joe Buck, who, by the way, just listen to that call. I people are critical of that guy. I think he's phenomenal. He's so good. So good. He's so good. See, you know, we, again, we're spoiled, right? We're spoiled about a lot of things. You're spoiled because you expect a Hall of Fame quarterback every year here in Denver, and we know that's no, going to happen. Not my we're spoiled. We're spoiled because we expect, I, I don't know what we expect from a broadcast team, but a guy who's able to call every game without any error. What? When's the last time Joe Buck made a mistake, right? <laughs> right, right. You know what I'm, I'm saying? You. I'm with you. He doesn't make mistakes. He calls the game matter-of-factly and does it extremely well. And he does every game you can think of. He does it in football. He does it in baseball. He can do anything. You, Jim you, Nance, Joe Buck, all of them. There's a reason those guys have those jobs. Trust me. They are better at it than we are. Yeah, he, he was phenomenal last night because it was big moment after big moment, and I just kept thinking, well, there was another great call. There was another great call. But he mentioned that it was midnight in in Houston, which is central time, and then the, the game probably went on, I would guess, another half hour. So I'm going to say 11.30 Denver time was when that thing ended. Dude, and you got to be juiced calling a game like that oh. five hours plus. I wonder how many Red Bulls he went through last well, night. Well, that's the other thing. I mean, that's a that's a long day at the office. Five hours and 12 minutes of on the air? That's yeah. tough. All right. Um, Will's not here this morning, so you're going to get two hot takes for the price of three. For some of you, that's actually a good thing. Let's do it. We do it every morning at this hour, our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. So the next time you hear somebody complain about one of those crazy softball games at Coors Field, oh, my God, this isn't real baseball. This is ridiculous. This is too long. It's too many runs. I want you to slap their head. Just put their head in a freezer. Because all you have to point to is last night's Game 5 of the World Freaking Series. Heck, point to Game 2 of the World Freaking Series. It's happening all over baseball. All of the guff that Coors Field has taken over the years, how, how quickly we forget, right? Now it's sort of like common practice. Now it's okay to have these high-scoring, crazy games. No more pitchers' duels. It's all about the bats. Now it's okay because it's happening outside of Coors Field. Oh, it has nothing to do with altitude. Well, let me tell you what it has everything to do. It's not about the bat. not about the park. It's the ball, stupid. They're juicing the ball. We finally figured this out. Baseball refuses to admit it. The commissioner won't even go there. But we all know this is happening. The ball is affecting the World Series just like it affected the entire season. It has become the story. Pitchers are complaining that the ball they are using, specifically in this series, is slicker. It's not like some surgeon is sitting there with a needle putting juice in the ball. That's not the case at all. The ball simply slicker. So a, a U Darvish can't throw his slider the way he likes to. Justin Verlander's noticed it. He has said, hey, man, you can't grip it the way you normally grip a baseball. It's not working that way. 
I mean, we're seeing some things that we've never seen all season. We're seeing Kenley Jansen, the most dominant closer in the game, get tattooed, human pinata, because the ball is not the same. We made so much of this issue in football with Deflate Gate. <laughs> they took a, a couple pounds of pressure out of a football, and the entire country stopped. Everybody stopped because it was such a huge firestorm. Well, in baseball, they do it willingly before the World Series. They change the ball. Remember when the Giants and their broadcasters came to Denver? And during a Rockies-Giants game, they accused the Rockies of tampering with the baseballs, mm-hmm. adjusting the humidor. Even the broadcasters late in the game said, well, they're bringing new balls into the field now. This is a different ball than the one we started with. I'm not going to accuse the Rockies of doing anything. But maybe this has been happening for years. Maybe this is it. Turn off the humidor. Let them hit the ball out of the park. Let's go back to 12-11 at Coors Field. If it works in the World Series, I'll take it here at home. No more excuses about Coors Field being Coors Canaveral. Baseball is doing the same thing as a sport. They've embraced the softball game. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Hey, Vic, before I get into my hot take, did you see the tweet that Adam Schefter just put out? That is sad, and I was going to get to that later. That okay. is absolutely sad. And just to, to not leave people hanging, we will we will talk to it, but vascular surgeons are trying to save Bears tight end Zach Miller's leg, not just his career. That was a disgusting-looking injury. Um, but I we're can't so, watch it. We're no so used to seeing injuries in the NFL that we never really think, oh, yeah, that, that could be really, really bad. Like We just assume, well, they'll fix it, and he'll be back in nine months, a yep. year, whatever. So... Uh, that is just terrible news. Hey, last week, uh, what was the narrative with Vance Joseph, Mike McCoy, and how to get this Broncos offense going? It was, it's a group effort. It's not just the quarterback. We got to run the ball better. If we don't run the ball and, and, and put uh, Trevor Simeon in better down and distance, we have no shot. So, you know, when the Broncos don't play on a Sunday, it's kind of nice. You get a chance to watch the rest of the league, check out what other teams are doing, Enjoy the stress-free red zone. And it hit me yesterday as I'm watching, there are a lot of teams who don't run the ball very well. There are a lot of teams who don't just constantly put their quarterback in second and two so he can be successful. And you know what? Some of those teams are even winning their games. So went through the box scores this morning. There were 11 games yesterday. Five times the winning team rushed for less than 100 yards. The Seahawks had 21 carries for 33 freaking yards, and they won. The Bengals won without rushing for 100 yards. The Patriots, the Vikings, and the Steelers. So this is just nonsensical. Does it make it easier? Sure. But it is. is it an absolute necessity? No. Not if you have a quarterback who can make plays. Russell Wilson can make plays. Tom Brady, Ben Roethlisberger. Heck, the Vikings don't even have a great quarterback, and they're able to get things done offensively when they're not running the ball. Andy Dalton was able to win a game when they weren't able to run the ball. It's just another false narrative. It's another excuse coming out of Dove Valley and getting regurgitated by the minions. It doesn't you don't have to run the ball effectively. Heck, the the Seahawks rushed for one point five eight yards per carry yesterday and they put forty one points on the board and won. It's nonsense. Don't believe it. It's an excuse for a mediocre quarterback. 
Do we have a third piping hot take? Oh, no, we don't. He's not here. He's in Vegas sleeping in after a five-hour and 12-minute baseball game. I think sleeping one off is probably a more accurate description. Yeah, you're probably right. For what Will's doing right now. Go ahead, Jesse. Dial him up. Let's do it. We're going to do it now? Yeah. <laughs> I show no mercy, my At friend. At 726, we're going to call him in Las Vegas where it's an hour earlier? It's 626 in Vegas. Yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah. We didn't Fine. call you until 815. It was 715 your time. I don't care. We got a few texts about that, by the way. About what? You you were a little groggy. Well, I was sleeping. That's what happens <laughs> when you wake up. Yeah, but you were talking about smelling the floor. The carpet at the Bellagio, dude. Have you ever smelled? Seriously, that carpet, it's like a, it's enchanting. That smell, I, I, I can't get enough of it. I like dream about it now. I've, I've, as many times as I've been to Vegas, and I've stayed at almost all the major hotels, I've never stayed at Bellagio. I think it's because they pipe oxygen through the floor or through the ceiling, and it, and they, and they scent it. It smells so good. It's ringing. Hey, Will. Hello? Will. Hello? Hello? <laughs> he answered. Where is he? Dude, he knows what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I will try again later. Thanks, Jesse. Uh, Hang up before somebody else gets on the phone and goes, who's this? He definitely answered. Now, there's two things that happen. Either he answered, and that was his way of just hanging it up. He was going to answer it and hang up. Or sometimes you get in those hotels and there's so much metal and concrete, you don't get very good reception. So he might have been just hot taking the heck out of that, and we couldn't hear him. And we do have a streak going where every time we have somebody on the phone, we lose their cell phone for a while. So I'm going to say B is pretty possible. Or or somebody just found his phone on a chair in the sports book and it was ringing. That could be too. Yeah. That could be too. That could have been some random guy. You know, you know his history with his telephone. It's a yes. joke. Yeah. It's a joke. He and his phone. That could have been uh, the degenerate that's at the blackjack table at 6.30 in the morning. It could have been that guy. That's what You can watch us uh, online, Periscope, it's at no Vic Lombardi, at Altitude 950. What do you mean? You can watch me. Well, at least one of us is there. we got to do a show where none of us are there. Now, <laughs> we, do have a, uh, we do have a project in the works. We will, we will have some stand-ins for all three of us. So if we're not here, at least we'll be visible. There, you know, there's something there. Because right now, I'm just looking at empty chairs. Here's a question I have for everyone listening to this show today. And this honest question, any sport, any time. That was the greatest baseball game I've ever witnessed. And, and obviously, the play-in game for the Rockies hit closer to home because I saw it in person, and the excitement level and the dramatic level of that game will never be matched. But in terms of watching a game on television, all right, one that I have no horse in the race, last night's World Series game, five, most exciting ever. So you tell me. 30933 is the text line, 30933. You can call us, 303-753-0950. The most exciting sporting event you have ever witnessed any sport television how did it unfold what is it because that to me is the greatest in baseball and it's not even close i've never seen anything like it chime in we'll talk about that we'll hook up with um earl boykins at 9 30 soren petra out of kansas city at 8 10 and uh akeem to i took him up on his offer I was scared, but I brought in a bodyguard when we did it. We'll explain. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950.
Orthopedics has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. The home of the avalanche. Altitude 950. Get that puck going! And every Wednesday morning at 7.30, Dick Lombardi talks with head coach Jared Bednar. They're trying to set a real high standard here. Bringing their A game every night. We want to get our fans back excited about this team and this group. Jared Bednar on Altitude 950. Wednesday mornings at 7.30. First you have the crash. Then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock legal game plan. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Holly Kammerer of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson. Good lawyers, changing lives. Ever notice how some big sporting goods stores don't carry goods for your sport? Like hockey gear. Center Ice is your hometown specialty hockey shop. They have all the major brands, including Bauer, CCM, Vaughn, and True. And right now, you can save 10% on everything in the store. Everything. Ice, inline, goalie, and referee gear. 10% off now till November 15th. Register to win top-of-the-line hockey gear and get a free gift with purchase. Center Ice, the specialty hockey store. In the Tech Center, in the Marina Square Shopping Center. Bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs, bacon and eggs, bacon and... There's got to be something else to have for breakfast. For a fresh spin on breakfast, try Honey Smoked Salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company with your eggs or with an English muffin. It's full of omega-3s and protein, so you'll feel natural energy all day. Mmm. Tomorrow, Honey Smoked Salmon and Pancakes. Honey Smoked Salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company, the ready-to-eat energizing superfood. Available at Costco, King Supers, Safeway, and Sam's Club. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high-interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. 
pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Southbound I-25, there was an earlier stall at Colfax. Quickly cleared, but it is slow coming out of downtown. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. An accident clearing off the westbound I-70 ramp to Sheridan. So watch for activity there. And in the foothills, a car rolled into a ditch. Northbound 285 approaching South Turkey Creek. Watch for activity and slowing. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity. The employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. Five plus hours of watching baseball last night. I made it to about four hours and 47 minutes. I just lost it. I can't. What are you going to do? Sue me? Greatest game you've ever seen. And this is a ridiculous question because as sports fans, we have seen so many over the years, right? So greatest game you've witnessed, not necessarily in person, but you've seen it unfold uh, via the television box as we did last night. That was the greatest baseball games I've ever seen. One of the greatest I've ever seen, if not the greatest on television. So we're asking you on the text line, 30933, or if you want to call the show, 303-753-0950. Somebody on Twitter just reached out and said it was that uh, Leitner game winner, that was against um, Kentucky, correct? Yeah, the Leitner game winner with 2.5 seconds left where he catches the full court pass and then turns one way and shoots the other. Or the Texas-USC National Championship, Young versus Liner. <laughs> that was a classic. That was great. That was that was one of those who has the ball last is going to win type of games. Uh, that was a huge stage, uh, championship game. So that, that, that gets, that's in the conversation. I will, uh, I will agree. Cause it sort of felt like whoever was going to get last at bat last night was going to win. Obviously it's Houston cause they're at home, but, um, that, that USC Texas game's in the, in the running. That's a good, that's a good nominee. Uh, on the text line, somebody just mentioned the, uh, Raiders Chiefs Thursday night or just a couple weeks back. Mm, come on. It's a Thursday night game in October. Pretty good damn game. Good game. It was a good game. I'm trying to think. The Super Bowl. How stupid are we? You know, we've already forgotten. 3992 just reminds us. It was 28 to 3. You already know what game. It's the biggest game, the biggest platform, the biggest stage in American sports, and it was the biggest comeback ever in a Super Bowl. Of course. Of course. 28 to 3. How do we forget so quickly? Yeah, no, it's in the it's in the running. Which, what do you mean in the running? It was twenty eight to three. I know, I know, I know. In the know, running, know. is it a better game than last night? It was twenty eight to three, James. What, was it a better game than last night? Okay, I you, you have to understand something. I was working the Nuggets game, so I'm watching. I'm watching these other games out of the corner of my eye. When you say last night, are you referring to? To the baseball game? Yeah. Sunday night football game? No, what? no, no. The baseball game. That's what we're talking about. That's oh, the whole okay. gist, yeah. the whole reason for this question. Which well, is this the, our power five or are we just kind of going off script here? We might as well just make it our power five. As a matter of fact, to make it official, to make this official, Jesse, 
Can you start the Power Five sounder, please? I want to make this as efficient. enough of today? So hot right now. <laughs> Let's dive into the Power Five. We're a little bit of a mess without Will. We are. All that right. is our Power Five question of the day. The greatest game you've ever witnessed on television, not in person, on television. Now, here's how he phrased the question on our rundown here that we get every day. You can see it on Periscope. Uh, if you were stuck on an island with a replay of only one game to watch for the rest of your life, okay. what game would it be? That's a convoluted way of saying what's the best game you've ever watched, right? Exactly. He just he, he colored up that, okay. that question a little bit more. That's okay. All. Or did, did he come up with that or is that Marty? Who did that? Is that Could Will? Be Marty O. We're going to blame, we're going to blame Will. I don't want to give him the fault if it wasn't his though. You know, if I guess, I guess if I had to replay a game, that goes down to me as the most meaningful game, and I saw it in person. So if I had to watch a replay of it, it would be the CU Notre Dame Orange Bowl game with the Rocket Ismail return. I could watch that game every day. Now, it ends badly for me, but I could watch it every day. Yeah, I mean, it was a 10-9 game, though, Vic. Yeah, Nothing really happened. It was a pitcher's duel. It was it a pitcher's duel type game. But the Buffs won because of a, a flag, which was justified, and a blocked extra point. Not exactly it, two thrilling plays. One of the most exciting games I've ever witnessed. And do you know that game? Do you know how many NFL players that game featured? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that, on both sides. I mean, you probably basically had two rosters of NFL players from CU and Notre Dame in that game. That, to me, was one. Last year says uh, texture SG, initials SG. Greatest game for me last year, Game 7, Cubs win in 10. Yeah. Oh, that I mean, was a great game. Yeah, it was. You know, we were spoiled last year. It wasn't just the Cubs. How about the Cavs Warriors? Yeah, yeah. When LeBron blocks the shot and they come back and win that game seven at Golden State. We were spoiled that year with outstanding finals games. Well, we talk about how, boy, we we can't remember the Super Bowl. I mean, yeah, last year's World Series had a game in game seven that was remarkable. It had the rain delay, so that just adds some drama to it. Uh, it was the Cubs pulling it off, you know, for the first time in 108 years and on the road and just gut punching Indians fans again. All right. Those two games. What was better last night or that one? Well, last night was more recent, right? Yeah. It's more recent. So anything more recent is always going to be top of the mind. But when you're talking 50 years down the line and you look back, sorry guys. 50 years from now, that Super Bowl is something we'll never see again. We will never, ever, listen to me, ever see a team rally from 28-3 down to win a Super Bowl. That's never going to happen again. I defy you. You tell me. When will that ever happen again? Uh, ever is a long time. I remember. We'll see another 13-12 World Series game. We will. I, I That's more common than... 28 to 3? I used to do a radio show with Mark Knutson, who you, you know, and he's a big Nebraska fan. And we had this big on-air debate and he said, CU will never score 62 points or, or more on Nebraska again. Ever, ever, ever. And a season and a half later, they put 65 on him. So, ever is a, that's just, that's a, that's, that's hyperbole. Uh, well, technically, 62 isn't 65, so he's right. In Correct, number. but it was 62 or more, or more. Uh, somebody says here, 2001 Stanley Cup Finals Game Seven. Of course, yeah, that hits home. That hits home. We but was it a great happened. game? I don't know. It wasn't one of those. Oh my gosh, classic games. It was a great game because the Avs netted a Stanley Cup. Right. 
Right. It was great for us. How about the last two, according to this texter, and he's right, but we forget these games very quickly. The last two NCAA basketball championship games. Quickly, who played in those two games, James? Couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. I have no idea. Who won the Isn't national title this year? Well, Isn't that amazing? I remember Villanova two years ago hit the, the buzzer beater right at yeah. the, the top of the key. I yeah. do remember that. This year's national champ, I think, was North Carolina. Is yeah, that they right? beat Gonzaga. Okay. Yeah, 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 that was a great game. Well, yeah. I don't know if it was a great game. I hardly even remember it. It was a close game. There's a difference, though, Vic, between a close game and a great game. Agreed. A, a great game's got to have some drama, and it just doesn't have to be 13. 13-12 could be a crappy game. 13-12 last night was an awesome game. See, last night's game had a lot of similarities, I guess, to the Super Bowl, because when Kershaw's got the ball and he's up 4 nothing in the fourth inning, the game's over. Don't you feel that way? Yeah. The game's over. No, it was it was toast. It's Kershaw. I, I, I wasn't even going to click it back. I was doing other stuff. I was watching the football game, you know, getting set for the week, putting kids to bed, all that kind of thing. I wasn't going to click back, and then I, I saw it was 4-4, and then it was 7-4, and so I actually missed that part of it, to be totally transparent. I didn't join that game till it was 7-4. I uh, didn't rejoin that game till it was 7-4 Dodgers. Five zero five eight goes very recent. Uh, over the weekend, that Penn State-Ohio State game on Saturday was tremendous. It was. Tremendous. It was. What a comeback ball. By the way. Can I ask this question? And I know it's meaningless now because the only polls that matter are the BCS polls. What do they call it now? The the what, what do they call the poll? It's the that uh, it's, a, it's whatever the college football playoff, isn't it? The okay. CFP. Whatever poll that is, it's supposed to come out now. That's the only poll that matters. So like the AP poll, all these computer renditions, they matter none. How on earth is Ohio State ranked ahead of Oklahoma when they each have a loss and Oklahoma? destroyed Ohio State in Columbus. Somebody please, and I want you to write it in crayon because I can't read too well, somebody explain ex- explain that to me. Uh, since when does head-to-head mean nothing? Ohio State got drilled by Oklahoma in Columbus. They got beat badly in that game, and yet they're ranked ahead of Oklahoma. I need an explanation. Who and was, they're both, they got the same record. Who is Oklahoma's loss to? Iowa State, Iowa State. Ranked. That's right. Ranked. That's right. Ranked. Iowa State just beat TCU. Exactly. So I I, I don't want to hear this, oh, it's what you do after. No, 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 no. They didn't just sneak by Ohio State in the shoe. They destroyed Ohio State in the shoe. The, they got their butts beat. The Big 12 kind of gets jobbed. I just, I, I can't fathom. There's not a single Ohio State fan out there who's given me a real answer to this. It's all fandom now. Oh, it's because it's oh, the uh, they got defense. Blah, blah. No, 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 no. You got rolled in the shoe by OU, and OU should be ranked ahead of you. That's the way it works. That's the meritocracy of sports. I don't get it. I never will. When we come back, Akib Talib. He wanted me to tell him how sorry he and the Broncos were. So we did exactly that. We'll explain. Altitude 
950. Got the new app rolled out. Denver's All Sports Station now has an app for your smartphone. Download our Altitude 950 app. I like the app. You got to get a hold of it because this thing is really cool. This is beautiful, completely free to download. Now you can listen live. Check out our podcast. Podcasts of the shows, anything you may have missed. Stream our show, find podcasts, and listen to shows live. And contact all your favorite shows right in one place. You got it in the iTunes Store, your Android, Google Play, the Altitude 950 app. Guess who's back in town? <coughs> it's me, your old buddy, the flu. <coughs> I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise, I'll be <coughs> everywhere. Oh, the flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. This is John Elway. I joined the American financing team for one simple reason. They look out for homeowners in Colorado. They're solution providers and will take the time to understand your goals and objectives. Your needs may not be the same as your neighbors. Here's something I appreciate. They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. That's different than most of the other guys. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. It's called responsible lending, and that's what drives the culture at family-owned American Financing. Are they any good? The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for new home loan or refinance, I recommend calling American Financing at 303-695-7000. 303-695-7000, or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. Rates won't stay this low forever. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix the problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Car into the ditch, northbound 285 approaching South Turkey Creek. Watch for activity there. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. You're closer to town, westbound Mississippi, just after Quebec, an accident. Southbound I-25, you're seeing stop-and-go traffic, 58th Avenue to Colfax. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. 
Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Keep asking us, Vic. Get all your Padres, your bashers, call us the sorry team in the world, tell us we have no chance to win, because that's what we need right now. That was a keep to leave last Tuesday on the show. And I really believed he did it tongue-in-cheek, you know. He's got that bunker mentality going. He's one of the captains of the team. team has not been playing well. He's not responded well. They need something. So it's us against the world. And the world includes the media. So it's us against the media. You media types, keep bashing us. Keep doing what you do, and we're going to respond. We're going to respond tonight in Kansas City. That's his strategy. You see that, don't you? It's pretty transparent. Uh, yeah, it, it reeks a little bit of desperation mode though. Happens all the time though. It's an, it's an old practice used by every pro player. I mean, it happens all the time. When we're not working well, you know, we're not gonna blame ourselves. We're not gonna get into this us versus them, offense versus defense. Let's just go ahead and bunker in and we'll blame everybody on the outside. I get it. Sure. I get it. It's circle the wagons. I totally understand yes. the strategy here, but it's, it, that doesn't mean we can't call it nonsensical because it is. All right, so there's Aqib Tlaib basically begging me to refer to his team as sorry. That's what he said. Get all your compadres and, and, and get on it. So that's what I did. I went to the Bronco locker room a couple days later, and I confronted him with this. I did bring along a bodyguard, Joel Dreesen, big man, the harvester. Here's how it went. We're here with the uh, one and only Aqib Tlaib. I brought my bodyguard, man. What's going on, Joe? He said you induced him to talk some trash. You, you guys told me to come in and tell you you were sorry. Yeah, we want to have a good show. You know what I'm saying? We want to get our fan base up a little bit. How do you as a leader, though? You're a captain this year. I, I know what you're doing, man. You want to establish a bunker mentality in this locker room. It's us against them. Is it working? Well, what do you mean, us against them? Us against the world, man. Prove the world wrong. Oh, man, we, we, we working, man. We working, man. Uh, all that us against the world, us against, it's, it's us against the Chiefs. That's what it is. So we feel like we put it, put together a good game plan today. Uh, had a nice walk through today and, uh, I think we got a good game plan. Do you, do you like it that you guys are coming off a couple losses or would you, pref- obviously you prefer be coming off a couple wins, but John Fox used to talk about it all the time. You're either dealing with prosperity or adversity. Which is the easier one to deal with? I mean, of course, of course we would rather be coming off wins, but the positive and coming off them losses, man, uh, there's nobody gonna give you a chance on Monday night. You're playing the best team in the league. Uh, we playing bad right now, so, so maybe, maybe all the pats on the back is, is, is not a good thing. Maybe we need to be the true underdog. Coming in like that, it, it, it'd be a positive for it. You heard the man. Too many pats on the back, James. We got to go more Manchester-like. We we have to. This is where you you accept the Manchester mentality. Just rip them to shreds. That's what he wants. Well, he, he said in that clip that they're playing poorly. He said we're playing bad right now. Okay, so if if the media says you're playing bad, now we're the bad guys. If we if we agree with you, Akib, come on, I it just. Yeah, first of all, I don't really know that there's a ton of criticism out there. Not like you would if you were in some other places. There's not a ton. You know, but, it's more, it, for the defense, I could tell you, it's more sympathy than anything else. Feel bad for you guys. Well, <laughs> and, but, but I, I pointed out how the defense isn't holding up their end of the bargain. And la- last week in UNHW, you just lost your minds because how could we possibly criticize the, the defense? Well, I just think of, of the 100 reasons why the Broncos have struggled. 98th on that list is defense. Mm, 
I don't think so, Vic. I mean, they they forced four turnovers in in, in six games, and that's where they spend the vast majority of their money. That's I can what, break down every position on the offense and tell you why they're struggling. Okay. Every position. I, I I think the offense is worse. I think the special teams has been bad. But I think the defense deserves some criticism. They are paid to make plays, and they get a free pass because everybody just says, "Well, once they're uh, once the the other team's ahead, they just get conservative and don't have to do anything." Okay, fine. Then let's just fold up tents and go home. Okay. I mean, force the issue a little bit, do something. But they they put out that excuse, and ninety nine percent of the media in this town bought it. I, I, seriously, and I'm not trying to make this a told you so thing. Did anybody else? It, it, did anyone else say nope? That's not that. That's not entirely true. Or did they just nod their heads, write it, regurgitate it, and move on? Question. Same question that was posed to us before the Giants came into town. Find me a way the New York Football Giants could beat the Denver Broncos. Mm-hmm. Well, they found a way, mm-hmm. and none of us could describe that way. I mean, we had some ideas, but they found a way. Find me a way. The Broncos beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead tonight. Um, I, I think it's a lot of the same way the Giants had to beat the Broncos. Is you, you, the Broncos are going to have to get some points uh, off their defense or special teams, and and that doesn't necessarily mean it's a it's a pick six or it's a scoop and score. But you know, if they recover a fumble and run it down to the five and, and give the Broncos a five yard field to score, that's essentially a defensive touchdown. So those kind of things of. They need to make a couple of plays in the other phases other than offense that effectively puts points on the board because they need to try and win this game 20 to 17 and seven to 10 of those 20 points come on really short fields or defensive or special teams touchdowns. Oh, score. no doubt. That's I mean, how it if, has to happen. If, if the Broncos win this game, they got to win a low scoring game. Broncos yes. aren't going to win a shootout in Arrowhead. Here's the thing that scares me though. You want turnovers. The Denver Broncos are having trouble generating turnovers. They can't force turnovers. This is the one issue they've had. Meanwhile, the Kansas City Chiefs, you know how many turnovers they've had? You know how many times they've coughed up the football this year? I think it's one and I think well one. And it was the first game. It was, Kareem the, it, was Hunt. The, it was the first offensive play of the season. Exactly. Remember that right. in New England? One. One fumble by Kareem Hunt. Yeah. Alex Smith has yet to throw a pick. This team does not give up the football. They don't cough it up. The Broncos can't seem to get the football. So that's got to change wholeheartedly on both ends tonight. Yeah, the thing that makes me nervous about this, though, is not only that, but offensively what um, Kansas City likes to do is what gives the Broncos fits, right? It's running backs. It's tight ends. It, they're not really an outside team. You know, they're not a team a little bit like the Giants, right? The Giants came in here without any wide receivers that we'd ever heard of, and everybody's like, well, how are they going to move the ball? Well, by and large, against the no-fly zone, it's not as though the, the outside guys just torched Denver anyway. I mean, Amari Cooper didn't do anything when Oakland came in here. Those aren't the guys that, that come in here and, and, and beat them. It's tight ends, and then it's running backs out of the backfield. I mean, I think Atlanta coming in here last year is the prime example of it. Denver could not stop those two things because their middle linebackers and then their and their safeties aren't great in coverage. Uh, and those are two things that, that – Kansas City does very, very well. I mean, Travis Kelsey just was a nightmare for him last year. I was going to say, I saw something in that game last year that I'd never seen before. I saw a tight end take a bubble screen 75 yards for a touchdown. Yeah. A tight end. That was ridiculous. A tight, a, did I have to say this? A tight end took a bubble screen 75 yards for a touchdown. Think about that for a second. This is not a small speedster. <laughs> 
This is a tight end going 75 on you. To me, that was the back-breaking game play of that game. That's the one that said, okay, it's over. Well, and that game was just sheer embarrassment if you were a Bronco or a Bronco fan. It was the Don Terry Poe play at the end of the game to, to put points on the board. I, I would have liked to have heard somebody out of Denver's locker room this week talk about that and talk about how they haven't forgotten that. And they haven't You're exactly for- right. Haven't forgotten how they got embarrassed on Christmas night in Arrowhead, got blown out, gave up bubble screens, 75-yard touchdowns to a tight end, had a defensive lineman come in and play quarterback and throw a jump pass Tim Tebow style for a touchdown at the end of game at the end of the game to put salt in the wounds. No, did, I mean I was going off of what I read and what I heard and what I saw as to what people said in the locker room. I didn't see any of that. I don't know if you heard it or saw any of it. Didn't hear a word about that. Not once. You know, and that's on us, too. This is where I'll take a page from your book. It's responsible. It's incumbent on the media to dredge up that kind of stuff. We got, hey, remember Don Terry Poe last year, what he did? You're right. I wonder if that was even discussed. I wonder if they had video of that because I would use that as a motivator. Oh, no doubt. And I know Vance Joseph wasn't the coach last year. I get it. It's a new staff. But if I'm the Denver Broncos, I have the Don Terry Poe play on a loop all week long at Dove Valley. Because I think, you know, I understand what, what Akib's doing and, and they're circling the wagons and try and find a, you try and find an enemy, right? Try and find somebody to focus your attention on as opposed to infighting. And I totally understand it. I just think a more productive one would have been your opponent this week because you had, you had bulletin board material ready to go. You know, it's a lot of great athletes. Jordan was this way. Kobe was this way. They have to come up. They almost have to to create um, turmoil or a battle or make the other team the enemy. They had they have to create tension. That's when they're at their best. It was so easy. It would have been so easy this week for the Broncos because that moment would be the one that would stick out in my mind. And maybe they did it internally. Maybe last night's meeting at the hotel in the in the ballroom was all about that. But, boy, they kept it under wraps if, if that was the thing they were talking about all week. Sir and Petro from Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City will join us at uh, 815 this morning. We'll get to him here in about a segment, get his thoughts on what Kansas City has in store for the Broncos. But up next on the Vic Lombardi Show, I want to discuss a couple other things we saw over the weekend, namely the firing of a head coach who used to be the head coach at CSU, Jim McElwain, out at Florida. I mean, you wanted this, I guess. He want, he wanted a job in the SEC, and he got it. Enjoy. It ain't peaches and cream, that's for sure. We're back after this timeout. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets head to the Big Apple to take on the Knicks. Tip-off is at 5.30 with the pregame show getting underway at 5.05. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, Wide open yeah! home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Uh, we're going to Soren Petro a little earlier than I expected. We're going to do it right now on Altitude 950 from 810 Sports Radio in Kansas City. Soren's been on the show a few times with us. Hey, Soren, first question. Last year, now that we're jogging our memories about the Broncos-Chiefs game, I remember Travis Kelsey taking a tight end bubble screen the distance. How can I forget the Don Terry Poe 
fake field goal, jump pass, touchdown, or whatever the hell that was. I it wasn't a fake field goal, it wasn't a he set up in in a uh, fullback position. Wildcat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> At quarter quarterback from the Wildcat, and uh, and then through the jump pass. Uh, yeah, they called that their hungry pig formation, and it was uh, a lot of fun. And Shane Ray, Kansas City guy, will be back, and uh, we're hearing going to be starting for the Broncos. So we won't forget this. Uh, now, uh, Dontari Poe is, is not stopping the run in Atlanta now instead of Kansas City. So, uh, he won't be there this year, but, uh, yeah, yes, yes, that was, uh, one of the highlights for TJ. But what, what was the motivation? Cause the game was over at that point. That was just sort of a rub, rub your face in the dirt moment. Very unlike Andy Reid. Yeah, you know, I think Andy Reid was caught between you practice something all week and, and you want to have fun. I mean, that's one of the things that, he does try to do, and, and what he sees, you know, he got a lot of criticism. They had a play earlier in the year where they lined Ontario Polo up at like a, a wing back or, or a tight end, kind of a step off the line, and uh, he took a step in. They threw it to him, kind of like a mini screen pass, and then he barreled in. And it was, you know, you look at it, and it was kind of a lateral, and everybody in town was just freaking out that, oh my God, if he drops the ball, that's a live ball. They could go ninety nine the other way. And Andy Reid just said, listen, you know, sometimes you got to have a little fun in the game. And that's what it is. We felt comfortable. We'd, we'd practice the play. He caught it every time. You know, then reports came out that he's about 50-50 on catching the ball. Um, but, you know, he, he catches it, and he wants to have some fun. So I think Reed probably was caught between, okay, we've practiced this all week. The guys are counting on running this play. And is this really the time to do it? And uh, and, and, he, and he, you know, said, okay, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to do what my team wants to do. And, and certainly you can understand if some of the Bronco fans and players uh, remember it moving forward, just like Shane Ray said. I, I talked to Shane Ray this, this summer and, and brought it up. He's like, well, you know, I didn't think it was appropriate. And, mm. you know, I'm not saying we're going to be out there looking to hurt anybody. But, yeah, we absolutely remember, what, you know, that they did that. Oh, good. I hope they use it as motivation. Hey, um, I'm looking at the AFC West now, sir. And, and remember, at the beginning of the season, we all thought, by by large, this is the best division in football. you got three teams capable of uh, winning a Super Bowl here. Well, Raiders sort of suck, Broncos are struggling, and the Chiefs have lost two in a row. What happened? Uh, you know, I, I think a little bit of just uh, reality came to the Kansas City Chiefs. You know, right now I think everybody's trying to figure out who they are. We were on TV last night, and the question was, are they the team that was the first five games, or are they the last two? And we had to point out, look, the last two have been last-second losses. It's not like they've been drummed in the last two. So the Raiders, you know, they have firepower. They can beat you. They did beat the Chiefs. Really, you know, when the clock went to zero, the Chiefs had a six-point win. Two more untimed downs on a Thursday night, and uh, and the Raiders end up getting the win. I'm not trying to say that the Raiders didn't earn it, but for, after 60 minutes, the Chiefs had a six-point win. If the game ends that way or if they're in the penalty called, uh, then, it, then it looks a little bit different, and we're, we're probably not having this conversation. But, you know, I, the one thing that's reality that I said, you know, the case is they're, they're both. I mean, their defense sucks. There, there's no way around it. Uh, they get drummed in the run, 194 yards against the Steelers one week, and then give up 400-plus to the Raiders. I mean, they've got real defensive problems. And Bob Sutton, the defensive coordinator, you know, the one time they forced the team to make the coordinators available, uh, his answers aren't very good. I mean, he's talking about, well, scheme-wise, you know, the, the other team dictates who we blitz and we don't blitz. And, you know, we had some coverages. We improved techniques. I said afterwards, this sounds just like Greg Robinson in 2003 with Dick Vermeil's Chiefs when they were going up and down the field on everybody and then watching everybody go up and down the field on them. So, yeah, I think defensively they've been exposed. I think teams have kind of looked at it. And I think if you're a Bronco fan, you look at the Chiefs and say, all right, this defense has just absolutely blown the last two weeks. And we can't get healthy offensively here. Like maybe you lose a, you know, a 27-26 
caretaker, but you at least come away saying, all right, we've got some offense and we can put some points on the board. Because if you don't put points on the board against the Chiefs, doesn't mean the season's over. The Eagles, you know, didn't go up and down the field in the Chiefs. The Chargers only put 10 on them, but they've been atrocious the last two weeks. And so it's strength against strength, Chiefs offense versus Broncos defense, and then weakness against weakness on the other side of the ball. Soren Petro from Sports Radio 810 in Kansas City. What kind of reception do you think Jamal Charles is going to get tonight? I think he's going to get a pretty good one. Um, you know, I, I, everyone's heard the comments about, hey, he's a musical musical fan, and that didn't sit well. And so you know, there's some of the people that, that, you know, get a little hot and bothered over that kind of thing. But I think for the most part, people remember all the great work he did. And, and they also remember that he was certainly no wordsmith his time here in Kansas City, so you know, expecting him to to figure out what's the politically correct thing to say when I'm in Denver, in case the internet or social media gets my comments back to Kansas City, isn't really his strength. So I think overall he'll, he'll get up uh, for the most part applause, and and people will be happy to see uh, Jamal Charles back, and and happy that he's healthy. How on earth does Kansas City have only just one turnover? Kareem Hunt on the first play of the season fumbles it, and they haven't had one since. How's that possible? Yeah. You know, what's amazing is Alex Smith's thrown what, what I, I would think, and I haven't looked at some of the metric sites and whether or not they categorize it this way, but he's really had one interceptable ball that he's thrown. That's what's amazing. With, with 15 touchdowns and no INTs, wow. he's only had one interceptable ball, and that went for 63 yards and a touchdown against the Raiders. If you remember that game on Thursday night, DB tips the ball up in the air, Albert Wilson catches it and goes the rest of the way you know, for the touchdown. That's really the only bad ball that Alex Smith has thrown. Now, that's kind of a double-edged sword, you know. I remember talking to Dick Vermeil, and he said, if you never turn it over, you're being too conservative. You know, it's kind of like if you sell your house in 10 minutes, you didn't ask enough, right? You know, if you don't push the ball down the field a little bit, if you don't take some risk, then do you really know that you got everything you could get along the way? So, you know, Andy Reid wants to take care of the ball. I think he has to take care of the ball because his defense is so bad. And I think he does, you know, he's very underrated in his ability to manage the game from that standpoint. He does a great job of managing it from a complimentary football standpoint. Hey, special teams and offense are our strength. We're going to give our defense long fields to defend and try to do everything we can to help them. But, you know, at some point, if you're going to get stuck in shootouts, and that's where Reid did receive some criticism at the end of the uh, uh, Raider game is that, he didn't go for the jugular when, when he had the Raiders down. He kind of ran the ball a couple of times, took a sack, and then punted it back when his defense hadn't stopped the Raiders all night. So, you know, at some point they're going to have to be more aggressive. They're going to have to recognize that they're going to, you know, the, the recipe for victory for the Chiefs right now looks like it's going to be boat racing people if they if they can't come out and play a lot better on defense. Hmm. All right, uh, last one, sir. Uh, I don't know if you've heard this, but the Denver Broncos seem like they're in the market for a quarterback. And Alex Smith is playing in front of a first-round draft pick there. Paint me a scenario in which Alex Smith remains the quarterback in Kansas City. Might he be available this offseason? Yeah, I mean, I think he will, barring, uh, you know, at least an appearance in the conference championship game. Some people would say winning the conference championship game is what it's going to take for them to keep him. They, they've got cap problems. Uh, they're already over next year's salary cap. Any additions to the team. So, you know, they're going to have to make some long, hard decisions. Now, Justin Houston's got a knee injury. Well, he and Alex Smith are their $20 million guys. And if Houston can't be healthy this year for another season and play 16 games, then I think you could, you could cut Justin Houston, look to move on from him, and then keep Alex Smith and, and let Patrick Mahomes kind of wait uh, another year. But I think plan A 
was for Alex Smith to finish off this year, have an Alex Smith kind of year, 19, 20 touchdowns, five or six INTs, and then you cut the cord and you move on and you turn it over to Patrick Williams, who can make more plays downfield. Well, now that he's on pace for 33 touchdowns and no interceptions, that changes. But I think still at the end, you know, this team is – they've got two two playoff wins at home in the history of the franchise. I mean, think about that. Two ever. Yeah. So if they don't win in the postseason, I mean, this team, frankly, could go 14-2. and two. But if they go 14-2 and two and have another, oh, heartbreaking close loss at home where, gosh, we were just there and we're going to tighten up a couple of things, no, not good enough. If they don't advance in the playoffs, they've got to make some serious changes. The quarterback one is the easiest one to say we can't get the ball down the field, particularly if Alex Smith has an Alex Smith-type game, which is, you know, 215, one touchdown, no turnovers, and you lose the game like you did to the Steelers 1918 uh, last year, or 1917 last year, then you 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 got to walk. you got to say, we're not good enough offensively when it really counts. You know, th- this year, these 16 games are almost irrelevant, short of not making the playoffs. Getting to the playoffs and petering out like they always do will not be good enough. There has to be serious changes. Bob, Bob Sutton is looking like the obvious one right now as a defensive coordinator. But I think at Alex Smith, you have to look around and say, we have not been able to put enough talent around Alex Smith. The contract's too big. Let's move him. Let's clear out all that cap room. And let's try to add some talent around a quarterback that hopefully can be 80 or 90% of what Alex Smith was in his first year and then eventually more than what Alex Smith was as he grows as a quarterback. There's no doubt Deshaun Watson they passed on for Patrick Mahomes is putting pressure on this organization to be right about that decision. Wow. It's amazing what you're just describing there. That that used to be the Broncos, the, hey, the playoffs aren't good enough. you, you got to advance yeah. in the playoffs. <laughs> They've changed roles. I think anybody oh, yeah, here no. in this town would take a playoff appearance this year. Sure. Take it. Yeah, yeah. Love it. No, listen, the, the, the Chiefs are not renting the idea of not doing enough in postseason. They have built a mansion on that property of owning the fact that, oh yeah, we can, we can sell some tickets and go 10 and 6 or 11 and 5 or even 12 and 4 and win a division title, but can't <laughs> go anywhere in the postseason. Sir, good stuff, man. I appreciate the time. Hey, anytime. Thanks for having me. Take care. Sir and Petro from Sports Radio 810. You heard the man. Barring an AFC championship game, Alex Smith's going to be available. So I'll ask you, Bronco fans, he's got zero picks this year. He's throwing the ball downfield. Now, granted, he's got some weapons to work with, but he's a different quarterback. You take Alex Smith on your team, James? Yeah, yeah, I would. I, he, he's better than Trevor Simeon. I, I would. And I, I like the fact that Alex Smith can move around a little bit. Um, I, I think the way... Andy Reid is using him is very creative. I, that was the other theme kind of from last week is how non-creative this Broncos offense is in watching football. They don't have a Tyreek Hill. I know. I, mean, I know. You know well, what I'm saying? Creativity is a lot easier when you have guys to be creative with. I know, but they've, they, they've got Demarius Thomas. They've got Emmanuel Sanders. They've got guys who can, who can play and it, 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 they don't do anything seemingly creative. We saw. Well, they did. Remember when they ran A.J. Derby out of the fullback position and he scored the one-handed touchdown? That, that was, perhaps was the most creative play of the season. That was creative, and that was another thing that jumped out at me watching games last week, or yesterday, with, with no Bronco game, just going around the dial. Man, some of these offenses, and what they're doing in Houston with Deshaun Watson, what a novel concept. Play to the quarterback's strengths instead of your system. There's an you idea. know what else was creative by the Broncos? Allowing Melvin Ingram to come off the edge and up the middle just to assassinate the quarterback. <laughs>
That was. That was Very a creative, creative approach. Just put your yeah. uh, right tackle out there on an island all by himself. Very, very creative. Uh, lots in store for the rest of this show. We're going to give away some Nuggets tickets. Yes. By playing Know Your Abs. A little cross-pollination of sports here. If you watch the abs over the weekend, great bounce back after getting embarrassed in Vegas to come back and embarrass the Hawks at home. That was awesome. So Know Your Abs for some Nuggets tickets. We'll talk Nuggets with Earl Boykins in the 9 o'clock hour. But when we come back, I want to get your thoughts on what happened to Jim McElwain in Florida. I'm not a karma guy when it comes to this stuff, but I remember how it went down. I remember how he left Fort Collins, what happened in the final days there. And that left a bad taste in my mouth. We'll discuss. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. All right, homeowners, here's your chance. You need to sell that house. I know you want to sell it as quickly as you can because the market continues to heat up. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. He's going to make you the following offers. He can sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Again, if he doesn't sell it in time, if he doesn't sell it for the price you want, he will cut you a check for $5,000, guaranteed. Here's the number, 720-900-4433. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, 720-900-4433. That's 720-900-4433. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Hastings and Broman. I guess my worry comes in that it's it's hard to make up these games. Games count the same in October as they do in April. You sound like me in baseball season, and you go, it's a long season, it's a marathon, it's 162. That was <laughs> Go get your Rockies measuring stick. Go get the, your Rockies yardstick and bring it out here for the Nuggets and Apps. Get, go get it right, right behind it's in the corner. Grab it. Use the same measuring stick. Hastings and Browman every weekday, 10 to 1, only on Altitude 950. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet indulgences of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand daily and with only the best ingredients. That was Ray's way. Come enjoy our delicious donuts at one of our nine conveniently located Colorado Lamar's. And also visit us online at Lamar's.com. That's Lamar's.com, where we have simply a better donut. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Sam's number three. We've been coming for about 12, 13 years now. It's like home. 
all our all our waitresses are just like family, you know. I had the honey smoked salmon Caesar salad. It's delish. I think green chili goes with everything. We did eat. We we ate a lot. Colorado thing. Service yeah. is awesome. They treat you well here. Tacos, the burritos, and then the Greek. I think there are certain rules that you have to eat green chili while watching football. So Sam's number three in Aurora off of Anna Parker in Glendale off Cherry and Leesdale and downtown off Fifteenth and Curtis. Ever notice how some big sporting goods stores don't carry goods for your sport? Like hockey gear. Center Ice is your hometown specialty hockey shop. They have all the major brands, including Bauer, CCM, Vaughn, and True. And right now, you can save 10% on everything in the store. Everything. Ice, inline, goalie, and referee gear. 10% off now till November 15th. Register to win top-of-the-line hockey gear and get a free gift with purchase. Center Ice, the specialty hockey store. In the Tech Center, in the Marina Square Shopping Center. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301. South Havana in Aurora. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Two accidents reported on the ramp from eastbound Boulder Turnpike to southbound I-25. Watch for some possible developing icy patches on those bridges and ramps. Traffic is brought to you by Amazon. Car rolled into a ditch northbound 285 approaching South Turkey Creek. C-470 running very slow. Bulls through to Morrison Road. Your chance to start earning extra money begins now. Apply to be a part or full-time associate in Aurora at Amazon.com slash Denver Jobs. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950, also periscoping live at Altitude 950 at Vic Lombardi. I've never looked better there, James. You're by yourself. It You're is lonely. It's kind of a sad periscope today, really. I'm here all by myself, and then there, you can obviously see out the big window we have here, which is just Nasty. gray as could be. It just looks like Eastern Europe out there. Again, people who get all excited about this, and you know people are. There are people driving around town saying, this is great. Yeah. I want to fight you. No, this is not great. Yesterday, up until, I don't know, 6, 7 o'clock at night, yesterday was great. That was as good as it can be. No wind, 70 yeah. degrees. Beautiful fall day. This sucks. I think anybody but who doesn't think this sucks is if off their rocker. If this you, 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 seriously, you need to be fought. Agreed. Agreed. You're not, uh, my, you're not my kind of person if you like no, this. No, no. I, I had to retweet what you just tweeted, the Super 7 <laughs> I noticed that. You were all over graphic. that. That is so funny. There's a shot of the old NFL Live 10-minute ticker featuring yeah. some NFL scores, early first quarter scores. Yeah. And then it reads, back in my day... We used to have to wait every 10 minutes for the scores, and we are damn glad of it. <laughs> you, you know how much it's changed so oh. much. You, you remember sitting there watching an NFL game saying, God, I wonder how the wonder how the Eagles are doing right now. And you right. just wait and wait. There's no other way to find out. There well, was no such thing as going to your phone. And the 10-minute ticker was, like, seriously a great innovation. We were so excited of, like, hey, they're going to keep keep us posted on what's going on. But I see that graphic, and I look at that, and I, and I go, 
I wonder who scored that touchdown for Philly. You know, because you're, you're playing fantasy football. You had to wait till Monday morning and add it up with the newspaper by hand. And I know if Will was here, he'd be making fun of how we sound like old guy. Yeah, we but do. that's how it was. Uh, and then they'd finally, then they'd start putting a couple of stats in there and you'd know a little bit of how you did. But yeah, the, the, the instant, uh, instant access to information, that's a relatively new, uh, phenomenon. All right. Before we hear from Jim McElwain, cause I thought his goodbye press conference, um, before it was official was very revealing. Let's go through a, a little bit of the college football weekend. I love my college football and uh, we've had this debate back and forth, you and I, uh, the college football atmosphere, I mean, so much better than the NFL atmosphere. It's not even close. Now, you may dispute the games, which is more entertaining. I still think college football is better than pro football, but that's fine. Pro football is the most popular thing in this country. I get it. But give me a college football game ad is being over a pro game any day. Did I tell you? What's that? Is that part that? of the show? I don't know what that was. I have no idea. Just heard something uh, in my ear. Did everybody yeah. hear that, or am I just yeah, I, losing my mind? I think I heard the same thing. I, Vic, I've long time been the guy who says the NFL is better because you have even matchups on a on a weekly basis. But it, the NFL product has been pretty crappy this year, so I'm having a harder and harder time. If we had more games like Houston, Seattle, the NFL product is sure, is, is but you better. don't you don't get games like that. I mean, the how games many good you do games get are boring? How many good games were there in college football this week? Ohio State, Penn State was great. Let me tell you, it depends how many on, good games were there? It's a, it's a regional sport, though. It's by and large a regional sport. There are a lot of great games. You want me to go up and down the list? I can give you great games. Well, let's read the games in the top ten. Ohio State, Penn State. I'll give you that one. Georgia beats Florida forty-two-seven. Bad game. Iowa State beat TCU fourteen-seven. Well, now, if you watch that game and you're an Iowa State fan, that's classified as a good game. Well, what of are you course. talking about? But that's, I mean, is that one you did you did you plan your weekend around that? Watching that game? Because that if was a I'm, matchup of two top 25 teams. If I'm an Iowa State fan, I'll give you another one. Notre Dame, NC State. Now, I'm a Notre Dame fan. I thought it was a great game. I enjoyed it. Great Wisconsin game. beat Illinois. That was a thriller. Clemson beat Georgia Tech. Boy, I couldn't get enough of that one. Oklahoma beat Texas Tech 49-27. I mean, it's just bad game after bad game after bad game. Arizona beat Washington State 58-37 to in regulation. 58-37. to You know why you feel this way? points. Play you know why a you feel this way? Defense. You feel this way because you went to SMU and you got nothing. SMU won this week. Colorado you got won this week. Nothing. You got nothing. No. If they're... you had something, you'd oh, have no, a no, different no, feel. No, no. I, got, I found a good one. How about this one? This was a fun one. Number eighteen, UCF seventy-three, Austin <laughs> P thirty-three. There's a that uh, is that is good entertainment. All right, I mean, a couple, that's nonsense. You shouldn't have that. That's bad. Couple thoughts and observations over the weekend. I went to the uh, CU game for the first half at least to watch the first half, then went to watch the Notre Dame game. Stephen Montez, nice bounce back yes. game. You know, yes. after uh, basically getting called out by his coach. Benched for another quarterback all week long. Did not know if he'd start the game. He indeed did. And he he played the best, I thought, the most accurate he's been since joining the Buffs. He looked good. Yeah. Uh, came very close to losing his job and won it right back. Uh, looked absolutely brilliant with his passes downfield as the Buffs take care of Cal at home. CSU, man, that defense is bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, Air Force... At one point, and I get it, listen, I don't need you to at me about Air Force being a running team. I know they're a running team. But at one point in the third quarter, 
Air Force had not had not completed a pass. Zero passing yards. And they had drum up like over 350 yards of offense. Zero passing yards. I mean, there's no threat to pass. And they are just mowing you down. That is a disappointing effort by CSU on Saturday. Yeah, I would agree with you on both fronts. I thought Montez, Montez looked like the guy we all expected him to be this year. That's how, I mean, he threw for what, 260 in the first half? Yeah. But they were able to throw the ball downfield and, you know, they, they've Accurately. got really good receivers that have not been utilized as much as they should have been this year. You're right. But a lot of that has been, here's an instance where I think the, the, this assessment is true as opposed to with the Broncos. They haven't been able to protect Montez as well as I, I think we all would have hoped. He had time to throw the ball the other day and he just picked Cal apart. He just picked him apart. CSU was disappointing. Wyoming, how about Wyoming? They were at one point last week a couple of point underdog to New Mexico. They rolled him 42 to 3. The Pac-12, by the way, is nuts. The Pac-12 is now unpredictable. You cannot predict a Pac-12 football game. That is- I don't know who the best, you know, you know who I think is the best team in the Pac-12 right now? Arizona. Arizona. I yep. do too. Arizona might be at 5 and 2, best team in the conference. I would agree because that loss looks less and less bad for the Buffs because that is it Khalil Tate is that the Khalil Tate is now a Heisman. He went from backup quarterback. Nobody knew who the hell he was. Another example of a head coach not Thank understanding you. the talent he you, has under his wings. You beat me to it. Yes, and now he's a Heisman candidate. Unbelievable what Arizona has done in the last month alone. Hey Vic, I, I do want to point out something else about that CSU game. 33,074 in attendance. It's like game four or five in that building. 33,000 people, 81% capacity against Air Force. And that's a rivalry game. you got to sell that sucker out. On a Saturday afternoon at 1, because what was the excuse last time? Well, it was an 845 kickoff, and that's tough. 1 o'clock game on a beautiful Saturday in Fort Collins, and you have 33,000 people in the building. All right, well, let's get uh, – that's a great segue. For a 6-2 and two team. Former Rams head coach Jim McElwain, who left uh, left CSU in a weird circumstance. I'll never forget when he left. It was a week-long courtship by the Florida Gators. We mm-hmm. all knew Florida was coming to get him, right? They show mm-hmm. up in a private jet. They land in a private jet. It becomes front-page news. Everybody knew Florida was here to get Jim McElwain. Media. Headquartered in front of his house there in mm-hmm. Fort Collins. He barricades himself, doesn't allow anybody outside, no thoughts, nothing. And little, slowly but surely, he's the new head coach at the University of Florida. But the way it took place right in front of your face, right? There was no uh, subterfuge. There was no, usually when you're applying for a job, interviewing for, you don't want people to hang out in front of your yard. You don't, you want to do it behind closed doors. You don't want people knowing this is happening. What bothered me about it, is it all happened in front of us? Wait, you, your your problem with it was the transparency of it, the the fact that you know you handle these things. If you're going to interview for Florida, in my opinion, if you're going to leave a job, fly your butt out of town, go interview for it in Atlanta. Don't do it here. Don't do it here so everyone can see it happen. Don't do it in front of your your fans, your faithful. Do it. Do it somewhere else. Don't let people see you do it. Okay. All right. Okay, I mean, so I can buy it. the next time, the next time I, I tell you what I'm going to do then. The next time I apply for a job, I'm just going to invite people over to the radio station. Yeah. Do the I'm interview gonna, in, the, in the conference yeah. room. Yeah. I'll call them and say, Hey, come on over. 
I'm here at the uh, Altitude 950 headquarters. Come on over, and, and let's do the interview here, and then we'll decide. Hey, come on. I didn't like the way that went down. So here we are three years later, and Jim McElwain is out at the University of Florida head coach. He's three and four on the season. I think that's his record. Now good enough in the SEC, brother. They got, blown get out. they got blown out in the world's largest cocktail party. No surprise. Georgia's a good team. He, here's Jim McElwain after the game. He knew exactly what was coming. Listen to this. As I go back, you know, it's, it's, look, we put a lot into this program. Uh, the people have been great to my wife and I. Um, and, you know, we, we'll see what happens. You know, uh, that's the stuff that's out of your control. That caught coming off the field with your wife. Smiling, laughing a little bit. Uh, just not, doesn't seem like it's a good look after a 35 point loss. Well, she told me to keep my chin up. And that's something my dad used to tell me. It doesn't do you any good to hang your head, just like I told our guys. Um, I've never been about good looks. So, uh, I apologize for that, I guess. Do you want to be here, the coach at Florida? I'm glad you asked. Because this is a dream job. It's a great place. It's great fans, great support. You know, the resources are there to win. Obviously, I'm disappointed that I haven't been able to deliver in the time I've been here. Um, but you know what? Uh, it's an opportunity. This is one of those places, as I said from the start, that you should have an opportunity to. And I mean, shoot, just even being able to be in a game like this. I mean, it's something that's real special. Well, he has 12 million reasons to be happy this morning. He's getting 12 million to walk. Now, I know they were trying to uh, finagle their way out of the buyout by claiming they could fire him with cause for yeah, some ridiculous statement. He, he said he was getting death threats. They wanted to say he was lying. Whatever, you know. They let the lawyers handle that. But Florida's got money. They got deep pockets. A lot of these, you know, and that's the difference between SEC schools. Uh, Notre Dame, Texas, all these deep-pocketed schools. If they want a coach out, they'll get a coach out. Money's not an issue. If he gets his money, I don't feel sorry for him. If he doesn't, shame on the University of Florida. If you want to fire your coach, that's fine. But don't come up with some loophole. Honor the contract, pay him his buyout, and move on to whoever you want to move on to. Honor the contract? Did he honor his contract at CSU? Honor the contract. What are you talking about? They owe him a twelve million dollar buyout if they well, want to. What, what if they is McElwain CSU? He oh. left in the middle of the contract. CSU got a big fat check from Florida. I get it. Dude. I get it. But you you just said honor the contract. Yes. That should work both ways. McElwain had a buyout in his contract at CSU that required Florida to pay him money, and they took the check and ran. Everybody honored their contract there. Everybody By the did. Way, according to the uh, text line six zero one three, the CSU game was indeed sold out. Says oh, this texter. Here we go. I just don't know where everyone was. Here Frustrating and embarrassing, but it was sold out. Chris from Fort Fun. So twenty percent of the fans can't even show up to the game. Look, I'll tell you where they were. Keep having your technical sellouts, dude. You had thirty three thousand people in the building. Well, the same issue took place in CU. I went to that game in Boulder. The game technically was near sellout, but you know what? The stadium didn't look so that. You know why? I'll tell you why. This is college football's problem. Because most of the kids, not say kids, most of the fans were inside drinking beer. They're in the beer garden during the game, watching on television. I saw it. All right. Well, there were 47,216 people in Boulder. There were 31,000 people in Fort Collins. So keep texting me with your technical sellout, dude. When we come back, we're giving away a pair of Nuggets tickets on Altitude 950. 
Altitude 950 is the home of the Denver Nuggets, and our coverage doesn't stop with the final buzzer. Keep it on Altitude 950 for In the Paint. Get all the highlights and hear from players and coaches, and Josh Dover will be taking calls to get your thoughts on the game. Get In the Paint after every Nuggets game with Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana. In Aurora. Hey, Scott Asia here. When you want to boost your endurance or reduce your fatigue after a long day, drink H2 hydrogen water. No sugar, no caffeine. It's pure water infused with molecular hydrogen. It's a natural way to boost your body with nutrients. Olympic athletes, Sonia Richards-Ross, Jackie Joyner-Kersey, choose H2. So get your H2 hydrogen water today at your local King Super so you too can experience the revitalizing power of molecular hydrogen. H2. All right, everybody has issues with credit cards, I'm sure. And I'm sure that credit card debt feels out of control at times. Well, here's a solution. Give my friends at Ideal Home Loans a call. Brent Ivinson's on the line with us right now. And the number, by the way, 303-867-7000 at 303-867-7000. Brent, how can you help people consolidate those credit card debts? Well, everyone's got equity thanks to home values going up. You can put that equity to work to consolidate your credit card debt. Not only are you going to save money every month and put money back in your pocket, you're going to pay off your debt, but we can also show you how to pay your home loan off more quickly at the same time. And at Ideal Home Loans, we put you in control of the mortgage process. We can come to your home, you can come to our office, or you can handle everything through our secure website. The choice is yours, but to talk to one of our salary-based lending specialists, call today at 303-867-7000. That's 867-7000. Or apply online at idealhomeloans.com. Equal Opportunity Lender, regulated by DORA, NMLS 136756. For terms and conditions, call 844-45-IDEAL. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Westbound C470 running stop and go bulls through to Morrison Road. There is an accident on southbound E470, the tollway. This is approaching I-25. Traffic is brought to you by your local Ford stores. Could see some possible slick areas on the bridges and ramps, so just use some extra caution. There's a pair of accidents on the ramp from eastbound Boulder Turnpike to southbound I-25. All-wheel drive isn't all you get. With a new Ford SUV, you'll find all the safety and tech you need and the quality you deserve. Now, get great deals on America's best-selling SUVs, only at your local Ford stores. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Bumps it near side. It's Barbario down the boards. Required pass. Straight up top Johnson. One-timer. Score! It could be Grimaldi. It could be Duchesne. And the Avs... Have taken a 6-2 lead. Rocco Grimaldi gets a piece of it. Yo, Rocco. Rocco Grimaldi just called up, scores a goal for the Avs as they rebound nicely after getting, uh, well, humbled in Las Vegas, as many teams have this season. Come back the following night and beat those pesky Blackhawks at Pepsi Center. Beat them real good. At one point, I think it was 5 nothing. The Avs just dominated that game. Grimaldi, by the way, very emotional week for him. The day he was called up, he found out that his grandfather passed away, uh, then gets up here and scores a goal. So 
uh, talk about a roller coaster of emotions for that young man. But uh, congratulations to him and the Avs. Uh, this is a different team. You, you could sense it because a year ago, a year ago, they got no chance in that game. A year ago, after a beating that they took in Las Vegas, that carries over the following night. It did not carry over this time, James. Yeah, that was what I found encouraging because I'm going to be honest with you. Friday night, the 7-0 loss felt a lot like last year. I mean, we saw a 10-1 last year. We saw a 6 nothing. Was there a 10 nothing game last year, too? I mean, it was it was just, a 10-1 loss, I believe, to Montreal last year. Just the kind of games you're like, oh my God, how does, how does that happen? Just absolute rout. A seven nothing loss has that feel. So to bounce back was very encouraging. And to do so with the heavy hitters getting most of the goals, they switched up the lines a little bit. We'll talk to Jared Bednar as we do every Wednesday on the show, but he, uh, he paired Landeskog with, uh, McKinnon and, uh, the youngster, um, whose name's is- yeah, Rantanen. And all of a sudden, that line worked wonders. I mean, McKinnon became energized again. McKinnon did what McKinnon does. Scored a couple nice goals. So to see that line do its thing uh, was fun to watch. And the Avs, if you look at the standings, they're right there. They are right there. Uh, time now for today's edition of Know Your Avs, brought to you by CSU Global Campus at CSU Global Online education isn't another thing we do. It's all we do. All right, during the weekend's games, what did Mark Mosier tell listeners about Tyson Berry? What piece of trivia did he offer regarding Tyson Berry? Be the first caller, 303-753-0950. Give us the answer, and you get a pair of tickets to the Nuggets-Miami game this Friday night at Pepsi Center. Two Nuggets tickets to answer an Avs question, because that's how we roll. Vic, they're uh, showing the replay on Fox 31. Did you catch last night when the uh, Astros fan threw the ball back onto the field after the home run? Didn't he take it from another fan's hand? He did. It was a guy uh, and uh, his wife, girlfriend, whatever, that were there. And the and the girlfriend or wife had the ball. This fella reaches across his, his buddy. I assume they knew each other. Across his buddy, takes the ball from the female and chucks it back onto the field. And they were not happy about well, it at all. Well, that's a fight. All. I mean... What if that happens to you? Oh, I'd be ticked. I'm not throwing the ball back. I'm not. I don't care if the other team hit it. Me neither. You caught a you caught a baseball at a World Series game? I think it was Puig's home run in the ninth, I think, that made it 12-11 um, was the play. I'm keeping the ball. I ain't throwing it back. By I think way, that's a silly tradition. You know I don't get the opportunity to sit in the stands as much as I'd, I'd like. I, and, and this is I love my job now because I get a chance to go to more games as a fan. So I'm like, I'm in Boulder for that game on Saturday, and we're sitting behind the goalpost after mm-hmm. a uh, an extra point. And my son catches the ball because the ball goes really? over the netting. What is the protocol there? Because everybody's yelling. I mean, I, at that point, I just wanted to leave. I, I think, wanted that ball. I think in football you're supposed to give it back. Well, we did. We yeah. gave it back, but why? I don't they know. Can't, they can't afford another ball. Well, yeah. I mean, how many bu- how many footballs do they have down on the field? Fifty. What? Isn't the AFL or back in the XFL where if the ball went in the stands, you got to keep it? Yeah, which is part of the ticket you buy. You, shouldn't you be able to keep the damn ball? Well, remember the guy in the Monday night game in Chicago that jumped off that ledge to catch to get it? it? Yeah. Did he have to give it back? Well, why is that? For those of you who attend NFL games and sit in the south stands and sometimes have the benefit of having a ball land right in your lap, why do you have to give it back? I, that's and I think you do because you're right. The XFL specifically had a rule that you didn't, which would mean they were going the other way of the NFL. I think it's silly. 
I would keep it. a bonus? You I pay would for keep tickets? Yeah. I would, I'd refuse to give it back. What would happen? Well, you know, my, my son threw the ball as far as he could because the guy was asking for it, but he was in the uh, end zone. And so I just told him, I said, just throw it as far as you can. And we almost got kicked out for that, by the way, because um, he just chucked it. And the dude had to run like a go route to go pick it up again. <laughs> but I think if you catch, if you get leather in the stands, that's yours. That's my policy from now on. I want to change that rule. Can what I if, change it? What if a ball goes into the stands in a basketball game? Keep it. You can keep a puck. You can keep a baseball. Why can't you keep a basketball or a football? Well, that should prevent teams from turning it over. By the way, the, the Nuggets yesterday, speaking of turnovers, uh, single-digit turnovers in a win over Brooklyn, the combination of Emmanuel Moutier and Jamal Murray, I am now dubbing them, uh, was the name I came up with, um, Jemanuel Murdier <laughs> combining for 41 points, 10 assists, and three, just three turnovers. That's pretty good production out of your point guard position, mind they, you. They were really good yesterday, and it, it gave me um, reason to be encouraged that maybe we all just panicked a little early, that it just it takes some time to kind of get in the flow. Because uh, they seemed to have a better idea of what everybody else was going to do. Specifically, Wilson Chandler was not the, the fifth wheel yesterday. He was actually involved in what they were doing offensively, finished the game with 18 points. First five, six games, he was single digits, and it was like they couldn't quite figure out how to how to get him involved, and when they did, it seemed really forced. Well, you know, he, he looked interested, and I'll be honest with you, he he seemed disinterested for the first few games of the season. And you score 18 points, you're obviously in the game. They need that out of Wilson Chandler because he's a starter. They need that production out of their starters, and they got it. Seven guys in double figures yesterday. Granted, Brooklyn's not a good team. They give up 118 a game. But they did what they were supposed to do. They won in Brooklyn. They won in Atlanta. Two bad teams. And today they have a chance to take three out of four on this road trip. They take on the Knicks. The Knicks played last night. They beat Cleveland last night, mind you. Yep. In Cleveland. Another game, if your expectations are where they should be, you should expect the Nuggets to win this game. Well, Fair or not, those are my expectations. The Knicks traveled. The the Nuggets did not. I mean, I know they played last night, but they played in Brooklyn. Do they even change hotels to then play in Madison Square Garden? Their commute might be longer than the Knicks commute from Cleveland. (laughs) So, you know, there's a little bit of an advantage for the Nuggets. But that, to me, last night or yesterday afternoon or whenever that game was, was more the formula of what they need to do. And when Jamal Murray plays like that, I, Moutier was very good off the bench too. But with Jamal Murray putting up 26, when he plays like that and looks like a star, yes, then that team is all of a sudden pretty exciting and pretty darn good. He's got to be able to make. Shooting's not enough. You know, everybody talks, I'll shoot it more, shoot it more. No, no, no. Make it more. I don't care how often you shoot it. You got to make it more. And he made it early yesterday. Proved to be the difference. Well, Looking forward to the matchup between Jokic and Porzingis because, uh, you know, everybody gives Porzingis all the street cred in this league. Yeah. Jokic owns him in head-to-head matchups. Owns him. The uh, the other thing that was great about Murray's game last night, Vic, he shot eight free throws. By far the most on the team, and they shot 22 as a team. He shot Go to the rack. eight of them. Exactly. Go exactly. to the rack. That And to me, that's what a scorer does because a jump shooter, you're not going to have – sometimes you're not going to have it that night. You're just going to be off. But if you can go to the hoop, get and draw fouls and get to the foul line and knock down eight out of eight from the line, 
That's what you do when you're a scorer. That was encouraging to see. Well, if they can get that kind of production out of the young the young point guards, the combination of uh, Moody and Murray, Germanuel Murdier, 41 points, 10 assists, 3 turnovers, they're going to win a lot of games. Again, mm-hmm. that game, uh, 5.30 tip-off right here on Altitude 950. When we come back, it is your morning sugar fix. Are we still using... Are we still using my man's phone for the Periscope? Yes, we're in. We're, oh we're into God. week. We're into week two of oh, this. Come on, dude. Hey man, get I, the guy some. I'm I'm working on it. I'm working on it. Working on it. I'll try. That sounds like you sound like Vance Joseph. We're working on it. <laughs> we all have to do better. That's what it is. It's a, it's a team problem. How about some juice, Manchester? A little <laughs> juice. Give the man some juice. Give him his phone back. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Got the new app rolled out. Denver's All Sports Station now has an app for your smartphone. Download our Altitude 950 app. I like the app. You gotta get a hold of it because this thing is really cool. This is beautiful, completely free to download. Now you can listen live. Check out our podcast. Podcasts of the shows, anything you may have missed. Stream our show, find podcasts, and listen to shows live. And contact all your favorite shows right in one place. You got it in the iTunes store, your Android, Google Play, the Altitude 950 app. Do you know the IRS writes off millions in tax debt every year? And you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. My friend Jack McDonough, the founder of Blackfin IRS Solutions, says, If you have unpaid taxes, it's time to stop hiding and fix a problem once and for all. IRS problems do not solve themselves. Let Blackfin prepare your unfiled tax returns to prevent you from going to jail for non-filing. If you owe taxes, you may qualify for tax relief and not even know it. Blackfin IRS Solutions is your local ally in the fight to take back your life from the fear and stress of IRS problems. They know the ins and outs of the tax system and are ready to fight for you. Don't spend another minute living under the burden and stress of your unpaid taxes or unfiled tax returns. Call Blackfin IRS Solutions at 303-904-1450 to arrange a consultation. Find out if you qualify for tax debt relief. That's 303-904-1450 or online at blackfinirs.com. Guess who's back in town? (coughs) It's me, your old buddy. The flu! (coughs) I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be (coughs) everywhere. The flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American financing gives them that assurance. And that's the key to winning in a seller's market. 
What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 traffic update. There's an accident southbound E-470, the tollway approaching I-25, so watch for backups. Traffic is brought to you by the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer. Southbound I-25, stop and go 58th to Colfax and between Broadway and Hamden. There is an accident on 285 northbound approaching South Turkey Creek and a pair of accidents on the ramp from eastbound Highway 36 to southbound 25. Not knowing the difference between a cold and the flu can be frightening, but with the help of the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer, this Halloween season, you won't be tricked by any spooky symptoms. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Well, not all of us made it through the game last night. I got there close to the brink, got to the ninth inning. I was there. I was watching. I was in bed. I had the television on. I saw the Dodgers tie it up. I said, I'm in. This could go 18. This could go 20 innings. I am in. And I fell asleep. James, you made it. I did. And it was, it was, it was tough. I, I was rooting for that thing to end as early as possible. <laughs> rooting for greatness to end. I just wanted the thing to be over because I was totally just doing the math in my head of, well, now I got six hours of sleep. Well, now I'm down to five hours of sleep. So I was I was rooting for myself there, yes. Are, are you in on that conspiracy, my piping hot take today, by the way? Uh, Major League Baseball clearly juicing the ball. And when I say juice, they're not injecting juice into the baseball, but they're doing something to the contour of the ball. Even Justin Verlander says it feels different. It's slick can't throw the slider the way you'd like. There's something going on there. Do you buy it? No. Because what did they use? Different baseballs in game one? Well, clearly they can adjust that any time they please. I yeah. mean, it was a 2-1 yeah. game that took <laughs> two hours and 20 minutes. Yeah, they used different baseballs. Well, the answer is yes. When you tell me that or say that, the first thing that goes through my head is, boy, if you can't throw a slider, how many runs would Greg Holland give up? I mean, good Lord, he'd be a mess. Well, the Greg Holland issue came up over the weekend, um, Four years, sixty-two million is what's expected to sign him again. No four way. Four years, no 62. way. Absolutely no way. Wouldn't I? Four years for that guy? Good riddance. See you four later. Four years, dude. sixty-two. Pretty much the Mark Melanson um, contract. That's, that's that he insane. Got in San Francisco. It, whoever gives him that will be regretting that in 2019 at the latest. That's a that would be a terrible decision. That that would be foolish. Are the Rockies one of the teams in the running for this? Well, they're expected to obviously make an offer. I boy, I would run in the other direction. You got to find a closer, but not a guy that's how old is how old is he at this point? I mean, he's getting up there in age. He was terrible after really after June fifteenth, but particularly after the All Star break, he was a mess. No, no way, no how. Man, I feel bad for pitchers after watching that game last night. What pitcher out there? What pitcher could take a ball in a World Series game where? I've never seen the batters have such a distinct advantage as they have in this series. What do you Seriously. bet? What do you bet Justin Verlander pitches a gem tomorrow night? What, what, what's your version of a gem? Because what, what happens now 
is that these guys will go five, six, seven innings. And the and this is where I disagree with these. If you've got a starter pitching well, you better leave him in the damn game yeah. in this series. Yeah. You well, better ride him out as far as you possibly can. Was it Saturday night when they pulled the guy after he gave up one hit? He had the no-hitter going. He gives up the home run for the hit, and they yanked him. That was Rich Hill, correct? Uh, no, it was, was it Wood? Wood pitched, right? Because isn't Rich Hill on the... Alex Wood? Yeah, I think it was Wood. Okay. But it was just ridiculous, I mean, to, to pull him at that point. My, my definition of a gem is I'll bet he goes seven innings and gives up two runs or less. If Again, if I'm a, a manager, I'm looking for my starter to go to distance because these bullpens are getting massacred. But absolutely massacred. Uh, and, and I'm rooting for Verlander in this situation because I'm rooting for Houston because they made the move and it was a August trade. It wasn't even before the trade deadline and brought in Verlander. And now here they are up three, two in the world series and they got that guy on the hill. I think they should be rewarded for making the move. Let's talk to Marty very quickly before we get to the sugar fix. Marty. Did you stay up and watch every pitch last night? I did. I actually turned it off after McCann hit that uh, home run. They went up by three. Then I got a notification on my phone that the Dodgers had scored again, so I watched the, the rest of it on my phone. Interesting that you say that because right now your phone is not serviceable for you. You cannot use your phone. Why? Right. That's right. I'm, I got a nice picture of James on my phone right now, and it's been like that for two hours. So. Okay. For the, like, what, sixth consecutive day, you cannot use your phone between the hours of 7 and 10 a.m. Are, are we just going with me on the tight shot the whole time? We never show the whole the whole room. So it's just, just you and your fancy pants. That's what it just is me? right now. That's all? You it's and your you. fancy pants on Periscope, oh, wow. thanks to Marty's cell phone. Can we please get an iPad to replace Marty's cell phone? We're working let's, on it. Let's do it. Here's a sugar fix. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar hit high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Sugar slam. Shake that. By the way, do you have unlimited data? Um, no, I do not. <laughs> Ow, wait a minute, is your pan Ouch. Out. I, I don't know. I, we'll, we'll see the next time the bill rolls around. Man. Oh, my gosh. That is an ouch in every sense of the word. Connect to the Wi-Fi, man. It kicks you off when you connect to the, the meter. Dude, you know the Wi-Fi there. Give that's me a, a break. Connect a to the point. Wi-Fi. That's what kind of question point. is that? <laughs> connect I, to it, the Wi-Fi in that studio? It was that one of those. seven seconds. When I, when I said it, I realized how dumb it was. Uh, that you're, you're right. You're right. Wi-Fi. Marty, what do you got for us today? I will kick it off with Arthur Fonzarelli. Henry Winkler turns 72 today. The Fonz is 72? Fonz wow. is 72. Such a disappointment wow. when you got to know Henry Winkler behind the scenes, right? Yeah. yeah. First of all, the name Henry and Fonz, they don't go hand in hand. Fonz was this stud, this confident, this, you know, he was the man. Henry Winkler's sort of like, a, yeah, he's kind of a nerd, like, he can't throw a ball. He's just kind of that guy. Um, but that does show, you know what? He's a pretty damn good actor because he sold the Fonzie thing. Remember he him? In, uh, remember him in Waterboy with Adam Sandler? He played the. Uh, yeah, he was the coach. Was he the, the coach? The coach that lacked confidence. <laughs> Very much more in yes. Henry Winkler's yes. Yes. repertoire. Great character though. One of the top ten TV characters of all time. No doubt. Fonzie. I'm with you there. 
All right, voice of Homer Simpson, Dan Castellaneta, turns 60 years old today. Is he in your top ten of uh, TV characters there, James? We no. don't watch cartoons, no. dude. No. You're talking in the wrong combo uh, here. If, I wish if Will, Will was were here, here yeah. you'd have a reaction. We're yeah. not cartoon watchers. Yeah, right. he, he does not make the list of great uh, TV characters at all because he's uh, drawn. He's not a real he's person. He's a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. You want to guess how much he makes per episode? A million dollars. Big. This is a voice now. This yeah. is not an actual... A voice. Acting. This is a guy's voice. Per episode, I'll say makes half a million. Four hundred grand. Yeah, Yeesh. half a million, pretty much. Talk. Could you just amazing. go in and, and read into a microphone? Wow. That's what a amazing. job. Could you imagine doing that for a living? I mean, I can imagine talking into a microphone <laughs> for a living. That's pretty much what we do now. Not for that yeah. kind of money. Okay, you guys ever watch the show Cash Cab? Yeah, yeah, yeah I have. The yeah. host, Ben Bailey, turns 47 today. That's actually a very entertaining show. Very well done. It is. It is. I would not recognize Ben Bailey if he walked into the office right now, though. What if he got in his cab? Me, yes. Now, I would. That would be a lot of fun because that's the trivia thing, right? right. Yes. Yeah, I'd be By the way, let that. me ask you this because I've asked this question to those who watch the show. How does he remember the question? Some of them are very complex. As he's driving, a good point. how does he know the question? He can't be reading them off of a Exactly. There's no prompter. Yeah, that's. I think that's very hard to do. Ooh, Jesse's suggesting that he's got something in his ear telling it to him. That's that okay. Could be. That makes sense. That could be. Okay, this day in uh, 2001, MJ makes his return to the NBA, losing to the Knicks as a, wi- a member of the Wizards, 93 to 91. They go uh, 37 and 45 that year. I'd like. To I just prefer that. not to remember his Wizards era. Yeah, I, that's just sort of. It's it's not in my brain. I, I I don't like that era of Michael Jordan. Me either. That was that was terrible because he was so elite and he left at the pinnacle. It yeah, would be like Tate Manning coming back, playing for the Jaguars and just not being any good. That was like Tony Dorsett as a Bronco. It just yeah. didn't jive. It just didn't feel right. Just didn't no. look right. Ugh, that was that was bad. I I wish it had never happened. I'm gonna act like it didn't. You know, he donated his 2001 salary to 9-11 victims. That's, that's cool. I didn't know that. All right. I didn't know that. Jordan is kind of a notorious jerk, so it's nice to hear that he did that. That's a nice gesture. Right. And in this day, 2001, George Bush throws out the first pitch of Game 3 of the 2001 World Series. That was a pretty cool moment. Mm. That was a cool moment because he got up onto the onto the mound, uh, threw from up there. He didn't throw from in front of the mound, and he threw a strike uh, while wearing a bulletproof vest. Uh, had to be a little nervous about, well, somebody going to take a shot at me. Plus, you're in front yeah. of the whole world in the World Series. It's in New York. That was a clutch moment. In terms of, uh, in terms of clutch performances, George W. Bush's first pitch at that World Series game was super clutch. And that was a better pitch than most bullpens have thrown in this uh, World Series. <laughs> trust me. Uh, and you know who called that game? Joe Buck. Joe Buck. Yeah. He's got a great gig. Joe Buck has a gig, but he's very, very good at it. Very deserved. Yep. Anybody who thinks it's yep. not deserved, then try it. Give it a shot. Uh, 2007, Joe Girardi signs as the new Yankees manager to a three-year deal. On the same day in 2010, he signs another three-year deal. And then we'd know what happened to him, I believe, what, Thursday or Friday yeah. this year. Have we figured out why this happened? Why, why did they not bring him back? Is there Was there some infighting there that we are not aware of? It can't be just results-oriented, right? can't be. Oh, I mean, he averaged 91 wins a year, went to the postseason six times in ten years, won a World Series, navigated all kinds of off-the-field issues, 
and they did a nice job with the young team and got them one game away from the yeah, World Series. So it, it can't be results. It could just be the John Madden thing of, hey, after 10 years, it's time for a change. It could just be that. 1954, the 24-second shot clock was first used in a pro game. The uh, the game was struggling at the time, needed a little bit more juice, and uh, team scoring went up from an average of 79.5 points to 93.1 points. That's what's hard about, I, I attend a lot of high school games, I'm a high school basketball junkie, and you're watching the game and you're like, what, what's missing here? What's, mm-hmm. oh, yeah, there's no shot clock. Because mm-hmm. some of those coaches love to milk out each possession, you know? It's like, okay, let's, let's get on with it. It's, it, it is a great innovation. Basketball probably has done the best job of making major changes, three point line, 24 second shot clock, that just took the game up by huge amounts. Obviously the shot clock among them. We're going to see this in baseball anytime soon to get these games moving or what? Well, the innovation's already there. They're making the ball slicker, so they can't <laughs> throw, they can't throw the slider, which is why you get 13 to 12. All right, and last note here, um, on this day in 2015, Michael Conforto becomes the third player to play in all three, the Little League World Series, the College World Series, and the actual MLB World Series. The other two guys were Jason Veritek for the Red Sox and then Ed Vosberg for the Marlins. All right, quick trivia. Name the former Avalanche player who played in the Little League World Series and also won a Stanley Cup. Who is Chris Drury? Nicely done. Yeah. Yeah. That, you know, that was a pretty cool stat when you said it, but then when you list the other guys who've done it, it's sort of like, eh. I mean, Veritek I've heard of. Who was the other guy? Ed, Ed Vosberg, Vosberg. Ed yeah, Vosberg? I, I remember him. For the 97 Marlins. I remember him. No, you don't. I swear to God, I remember you him. You remember Ed I do. Vosberg. I remember that name. I do. What position was he, Vic? I forgot. I think he was a pitcher. I think he played first base. <laughs> was he? I, he was a first Thank baseman. you, Marty. If you're on any list of like, hey, yeah, look at this accomplishment, and Ed Vosberg is on there, you don't want to be on there. Are we done, Marty? That's it. That's all I got. All right. One more hour without your phone. Thank okay. you very much. All right. Thanks. Uh, Danny on the text line wonders, why did they come up with 24 seconds? Why not 25 on the shot clock? I don't know. Great innovation. Great question to a great innovation. When we come back, a look back at the NFL weekend. We recap what happened. How did we do in our picks? Uh, I can tell you right now, I did not do well. Tell you how the rest of us did next on Altitude 950. This has been your morning sugar fix. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's All Sports Station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets head to the Big Apple to take on the Knicks. Tip-off is at 5.30 with the pregame show getting underway at 5.05. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Wide open three. Yeah! Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. We had Soren Petro on in the last hour from 810 Sports Radio in Kansas City, and we asked about Alex Smith's availability this offseason. He seems to think um, if they don't get at least to the AFC Championship game, the Chiefs will part ways with Alex Smith. they got some uh, salary cap issues. So I asked Bronco fans, would you welcome Alex Smith aboard the good ship Broncos? And some of the texters chiming in saying, he ain't the only one. Drew Brees, keep hearing about his possible free agency. 
What about the Vikings roster, says this texter, 6604. What about all of those Vikings quarterbacks? Keenum, Bradford, Bridgewater. All I, may be free agents next year. I would pass on all three of those. Drew Brees, maybe. But that doesn't that kind of reek of the Tony Romo thing? This pipe dream? I mean, I, I think the, the pipe dream of, hey, we're going to go find another quarterback in free agency, maybe. But that can't be your plan because that didn't work this year with Tony Romo. Of all those quarterbacks I just mentioned, I I think Alex Smith is the best of the lot. He I is. love that Alex Smith on this team. He is, but you know the reason he would be gone in Kansas City is because they're tired of Groundhog Day, right? It's just that they've they've hit their ceiling with him. They keep getting the same result over and over and over again, and they want to try something different. How long has he been there? Four years? Five years? I mean, I don't he, know. he got traded after the the year. Well, twenty twelve was Baltimore winning the Super Bowl. They beat Kaepernick and the Niners. That was when Smith got benched. So I think 2013, so 13-14. So it's his fifth year there. Do you think Chiefs fans, if they don't go to the Super Bowl this year, do you think Chiefs fans would look at the five years as, well, that was a wasted five years? Well, I call it the Marty Schottenheimer effect. Remember in San Diego and mm-hmm. he went 14-2 and two and he got fired? Mm-hmm. You don't know what you got until you lose it. Yeah, you but don't you, know what you got until you lose. But it. if you're coming up short and you keep getting the same result, I yeah. mean, it's it's the George Carl thing, right? Of course. I mean, he won 57 games, but they got bounced in the first round, so they they made a change because at some point Groundhog Day gets gets painful. That is what I've been trying to prevent here in Denver. I don't want this to be a five year. Oh yeah, we got to move on. Uh, how did we do over the weekend, standings-wise? How did each of us perform? Well, I, I did really well in the morning games. Uh, oh, I was, great. I, I was 7-1 in the morning games. A little subcategory. So that was good. And then I had Houston. Not a bad pick, but it didn't go right. That's a pretty bold choice. I thought Houston had that one. And then the, the, the amazing thing about Russell Wilson is his no pulse at the end of games, right? Just mm-hmm. slow. Three passes. Bingo. Three. Yep. yep. Three passes he was, to go he, the distance. He was great down the stretch. Paul Richardson has turned into a star, by the he way. He has. You You're, right. Can, You're right. So, and, and that's just further proof that guys develop at different rates. Remember, every time you're ready to give up on a guy, just let let it breathe. So let it breathe. Actually, all of us were seven and one in the morning games. I, I wow. shouldn't I shouldn't take okay. a lot of credit. Well, Will was six and two, but you, me, and the little degenerates were seven and one. So I, I missed on the Houston game. Could have got that right. Three of us missed on the Washington-Dallas game. Will had the Cowboys. That was a touchdown game, and it was in a monsoon. I almost think we shouldn't count it because of the weather. Um, and then I had Detroit last night, the only one who had Detroit. They're at first, first down at the 10-yard line with a chance to win it, and they can't get in. They kicked five field goals. Dude, they how many goal line stands? I, oh. love, I love what Pittsburgh did. Moving Harrison almost to an inside linebacker. Did you see that at the yeah, goal line? The yeah. way they treat, I love that. Cause you know he's just gonna throw his head in there. He has no regard for his body, essentially. But the afternoon and evening game, it's just, that's why it's impossible to pick the NFL. Cause all three of those games were coin flips. They were, they could have gone either way. I missed all three. Will got all three. Uh, so the records were, you and Will went nine and two. You had a good week. Whoa, I don't, whoa, know, I don't whoa, know what whoa, you're talking whoa. about. I, I didn't feel good. About. It didn't feel right. I know. You were nine and two. You missed on the Colts. Which they lost by a point. I know. And you lost on Washington. So okay, you missed on that. Will was nine and two. He missed out on Oakland, who they got boat raced in Buffalo. Buffalo's five and two. That's actually a pretty good team. They're undefeated at home. That's a good home team. And he missed on the Jets, who were in it against Atlanta. It was another game playing in a monsoon. Um the little degenerates went eight and three. 
They had the Raiders. They had the Texans. That could have been a big swing there if they, that had gone their way. And they had Washington. Uh, and then I got above 500 now because I was 45 and 46. And I had, for me, a banner week. Yep. I was uh, 7 and 4. So I'm now 52 and 50. Um, All right. So you're yeah. 52 and 50. You Correct. are above par. All right. Uh, let's see. You are 61 and 41. Because that's how we do it on the west side. Wow. That's pretty good. You're 20 that's games. 20 games. Above 500. Mm-hmm. Uh, Will is now 63 and 39. Eh. And the little degenerates are 66 and 36. Ooh, a footsteps. Full 30 games above 500. Dude. All right. So let me get this straight. Your offspring. Yes. 66 and 56. 66 and 36. 66 and 36. I'm sorry. Correct. Your record is 52 <laughs> and 50. Yes. That's correct. How is this possible? I don't have any idea. They're 14 games ahead of me. 14 games through eight weeks. So I, it's, I, it's over. You're not going to catch them. Well, I got to make up. If I make up, yeah, you know, they, two games you, a week, it's I got to It's not going to happen. You no, know no, that's not going to happen. I, it's, it's, it's not over. I mean, if they can get a 14 game lead in eight weeks, why can't I make up 14 games in nine weeks? I mean, that seems totally reasonable. A game and a half a week, I'm good. No, right, I'm, so I'm who, toast. Who is the best team? You've watched the games over the weekend. It concludes tonight with the Monday Nighter. Who's the best team in the NFL? Philadelphia. Yeah, I agree. I, I, the, just what they can do uh, offensively. Carson Wentz is a player. That, that guy's that guy's pretty damn good. No, he they're the they're the best team. There there aren't a lot of great teams. Although I will say this, New England is rounding into shape. They're back. Their defense the last two weeks has been pretty darn good. Uh, and that was the thing we talked about it early of when they're struggling. Until they figured out you need them to lose some games when they're in that mode and they kept finding ways to win. Mm-hmm. And now that they figured out they're what, six and two, it's like well, they should be four and four when they figured yeah, out. Yeah. They that's don't the feel, problem. they don't feel like their record. Put no, it that way. not at all, but they've been pretty damn good the last, the last two weeks. They really have. Hey Jesse, do we have that sound we found of Bill Belichick after the game? Do we have that by chance? Hoodie going back and forth with the reporter in typical hoodie fashion. Somebody questioning the way the, uh, the Patriots won that game. Do we? I'm sorry. Do we? Okay. L- listen to this. This is hoodie in the uh, truest sense of the uh, hoodie round. This is hoodie being hoodie. Listen to this exchange with this reporter. Coach, the game was played predominantly in the teens. Is that a game, a style that you're comfortable playing? What are you talking about? Well, not scoring a lot of points. Not high flying offense necessarily. More low scoring, grinded out. Is that a style you like? The team prefers. Well, we prefer to win. <laughs> oh, that is awesome. Which, look, if you're going to be boring, you better be winning, right? They're yeah. six and two, so uh, they're, they're a couple of boring games. Not a big. Sort of is a dumb question, though. Are you going to ask is. a coach? I mean, come on. After you, a win, do you prefer to score in the teens? That's like asking, hey, uh, Broncos, do you prefer to score zero points? What is your preference? Vic, I'm going to, real quick before we go to break, I'm going to list off the teams that have five wins or more, and you tell me if you think they're they're any good. All right? Kansas City. What do you mean by any good? You think they're a team that could go to the Super Bowl? Yes. New England? Yes. Buffalo? No. Pittsburgh? Yes. I'm, see, but you hesitated, and I'm with yeah. you. I don't yeah. think Pittsburgh's all that good. Yeah, and you know, six it and took two. me a while. It took, they, Detroit moved up and down the field. They did. It, they, up they, and down the field on that team. I believe that it was the most yardage ever by an NFL team, or third most by an NFL team, and not getting into the end zone. Uh, Seattle. No. 
I don't either. The Rams, believe it or not, they're five and two. No, they're still a year away. But they're an interesting team because they're really good defensively. They can run the football with Todd Gurley and Jared Goff looks pretty good. That team is interesting, but I'm with you. They're, they're probably a year away. Philadelphia. Yes. Minnesota. No. I agree. Uh, New Orleans. No. And Carolina. How the hell is New Orleans five and two? I know. They're five and two. And Carolina. No. I, so the half of them at least, I should have kept track there. Half of them at least that are five and two, five and three, six and two, we don't think are any good. There's like four good teams in this league. You're so right though. How are the Patriots six and two? I look back at the Patriots so far this season at the midpoint, I'm like, they've really struggled. They're six and two. I know it. I know it. But I think it's the Patriots and Kansas City and the AFC. And I think it's, it's Philly and probably. Gosh, I don't even know in the NFC. Dallas, remarkable. Dallas is four and three and they may be the second best team in the NFC. Th- this stat, as I look at the standings right now, is quite remarkable. We classified the AFC West, when I say we, I, I'm not sure if you did, as the best division in football when the season started. Mm-hmm. Even three, three weeks into the season, we said, oh my God, three teams undefeated, best season, best, uh, whatever. They got one team over 500 right now. One. The only division with only one team above 500. Yeah, it'd be hard to figure out who is the best division. Maybe the South, NFC South. Yeah, because Tampa's in last, and they they can look great at times, although they're two and five. Coming up at the bottom of the hour, Earl Boykins, former Nugget, his thoughts on what the Nuggets did over the weekend, and they got the second game of a back to back tonight, five thirty tip off at Madison Square Garden, right here on Altitude nine fifty. All right, homeowners, here's your chance. You need to sell that house. I know you want to sell it as quickly as you can because the market continues to heat up. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. He's going to make you the following offers. He can sell your home at a price and a time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for $5,000. Again, if he doesn't sell it in time, if he doesn't sell it for the price you want, he will cut you a check for $5,000 thousand dollars guaranteed here's the number seven two zero nine hundred four four three three no obligation no high pressure no risk troy hansford of the hansford real estate team seven two hundred seven two zero nine hundred four four three three that's seven two zero nine hundred four four three three Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Here's what you missed on the latest Hastings and Broman. I guess my worry comes in that it's it's hard to make up these games. Games count the same in October as they do in April. You sound like me in baseball season, and you go, it's a long season, it's a marathon, it's 162. That get was your <laughs> Go get your Rockies measuring stick. Go get the, your Rockies yardstick and bring it out here for the Nuggets and Apps. Get, go get it right, it's right behind. It's in the corner. Grab it. You use the same measuring stick. Hastings and Browman. Every weekday, 10 to 1. Only on Altitude 950. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. 
Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep, like everyone else, is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Are you a homeowner who's tired of paying mortgage insurance? Hey guys, Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing. If you own a home in the super hot Denver market, you've got to hear about another way American Financing can save you money. We all know home values are higher than they've ever been, but did you know your current home value may be up to 40% more than when you bought it? This is huge because once equity goes up, mortgage insurance can go away, putting extra money in your pockets. So why not let the salary Salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing make those savings happen through a simple loan refinance. Even if your original lender can't help you, chances are American Financing can. No upfront fees, and you may even lock into a lower interest rate. Start saving as much as $1,000 a month, and you may be able to close in as fast as 10 days. Call now, 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. Or go online, AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS 18233. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We do only injury cases, have for years. In fact, for over 25 years. An accident is just another ordinary event for the insurance company, but it's anything but ordinary for you. Don't get hurt twice in the same accident. Once in the accident and again on the insurance claim. The insurance company has its own lawyers, its own doctors. Who do you have? Champions of the people. Bell & Pollock. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. That's right, championsofthepeople.com. For a reason, we'll help you. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana. In Aurora. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, um, you know, Manuel played really well in Atlanta. He had a really good scoring first half. Uh, but I liked how aggressive Jamal Murray was. I mean, he got to the foul line eight times, um, five assists, only one turnover, made, made a couple of threes. So I know that was like a, uh, a big relief for him. He could breathe after that. Uh, before the game this morning, he says, Coach, right now I'm the broken arrow. And I said, no, you're not. I said, you're going to be fine. Just stay with it. I believe in you, and you have to believe in yourself. And tonight, he came out and imposed his will in the game and uh, was fantastic for us. That's a great line. Broken arrow finally finds the target as the Nuggets beat the Brooklyn Nets in Brooklyn yesterday behind 26 from the arrow himself, Jamal Murray. I love the combination of Murray and uh, Moutier. Uh, Germanuel Murdier combining for 41 points, 10 assists, and only three turnovers. We'll hear from Coach Malone tomorrow, correct? He's on the show with us? Uh, I'm not sure. Yes. yes, he is. Okay. That was supposed to be one of those. Yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah, know. that was supposed to be like me not knowing what's happening and you saying yes. I don't know. You Will's, Will's not here. I don't know what we're doing. Keep Tlaib also on with us tomorrow. If you uh, haven't noticed, Will's not here. H.W. 
uh, is asleep. We assume he's still sleeping in Vegas. Should we? Let's let's call him again right now. Let's try one more time. One more time right now. Let's just on the cuff. Let's he didn't, try he this didn't an text hour ago. you or me back saying leave me alone. No. So I, you know he didn't seem upset, but we thought he answered. There was some sort of audible grumble, and then nothing, just silence. This is sort of tradition for this show. If one of us goes to Vegas, have to be awoken by a by a phone call, right? And it, yes, and it's eight twenty in Vegas now. He should be awake. I mean, it's ridiculous. He's a grown-up. He's an adult. Does he plan on watching the Broncos Chiefs tonight in Vegas? No, he's coming back today. Oh. He's coming back today. I mean, Why wouldn't he stay for the game? Well, then he'd miss tomorrow. I'll just take a late flight. I don't know that there's a late enough flight. And he's not going to answer. That's why I always come back on Monday morning, too, because otherwise you miss betting on the Sunday Why would you not have... Let me ask you this. You're, you're Las Vegas. Why would yeah. you not have red-eye flights readily available at all times? Yeah, there's, you know what they need to do? Southwest needs to add this. Alright, hey, reach the phone. Yeah, hey, everybody, It wasn't voicemail last time. Something happened last time. We didn't get voicemail. But they need to add the midnight red eye out of Vegas. Boy, that would be a train wreck flight, wouldn't it? Makes total sense. Holy cow, that'd be a mess. Uh, we're gonna get to Earl Boykins in the next segment about the Nuggets. I gotta read you the story. You may have missed this over the weekend. You know how I dislike video games, right? Yes. Call me a curmudgeon, call me get off my lawn, call me whatever you please. I've never been a video game guy, and now I have further reason to hate video games because they can cause injury. North Carolina Tar Heels senior point guard Joel Berry broke his hand last week punching a door after losing in a video game to his teammate Theo Pinson. I laugh because yeah. I care. Yeah, I, I can see the reaction. If you're a competitor, you don't like that kind of thing. The reason I don't like video games, Vic, is I'm terrible at them. I'm not a good well, video I, I don't player. understand the controllers. There's right. too many buttons. Right. If you give me one button, give me a joystick and a button, the way Atari was built, and I'm good. I'm with you. But if you're giving me 17 buttons, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. Yeah. And I liked it when it, I loved video games back when we had the Atari and you would play, you know, whatever, Asteroids and Pac-Man and, uh, you know, uh, what was Pitfall and all those kind of things? Loved it, but it was simple. I could do it. I don't have the dexterity to play the games now. See, and I would love to play this. Uh, I guess he was playing NBA 2K18, which alone, what's with all the damn numbers and yeah, letters here? I mean, Fancy we ways. Need all that? Anyway, I would love to participate. I would love to play some of these Madden games because I think you can learn a lot by, you know, what kind of offense do you roll out there? What's your play call selection? But because they make it so damn complex, it keeps us older folk from even entertaining the game. Yeah. I don't even want to get into it. Well, you know what else is annoying? I don't know if you've had this experience, too, but we got a, a there was an Xbox uh, delivered at our house on a Christmas a couple of years ago. Now, when I was a kid, you would take the game console out. You'd have to hook it up to the TV. and Two you, wires and you're in. You put the game in, turn everything on, you play. Now there was like an hour of downloading stuff off the Internet and all this. Like, well, Why do I have the game? If I have to download it, why Why did I just put a disc in? That's, I thought that was the game. I don't get it. they're smart and we're dumb. You know how much money they make off you after the fact? You bought the console. That's not enough. You realize the money that comes in via the Internet. The games you have to play, you have to order these things via the Internet. Oh, I know. I know. They just constantly get you. I just was so frustrated. You know, you've been there Christmas morning. You're assembling stuff. You're trying to get things to work. Haven't had a lot of sleep, and I had to download an hour's worth of crap to get the Xbox to go. Uh, let me read some from the text line, 30933, if you want to text the show, 30933. What about Kirk Cousins?
we were discussing possible quarterback options. Uh, Kirk Cousins, I mean, how many, this dance back and forth with the, with the Washington Redskins. I, I don't know. I'm not as sold on Kirk Cousins as I was maybe a year ago. I'm not Are sold you? on him. No, not at all. I, I get why the Redskins have done what they've done. Because would you commit to six years and a hundred, hundred million dollars to no. Kirk Cousins? I wouldn't no. either. And so, you know, they take a one year gamble at twenty, twenty-five million dollars or whatever it comes out when he's the franchise QB each time because they've been trying to buy time and get an answer. I don't know that they're any closer to it. So sure. if, if I'm Washington, as hard as it is to, to find a quarterback, I don't know that you, I don't, I mean, Kirk Cousins is okay. He's pretty good. But if San Francisco wants to give him seven years, $125 million, Knock go for it. Out. He yeah. ain't Matt, uh, he ain't Matt Stafford. And Matt Stafford, I know people will say, well, what's he ever done? Matthew Stafford can play. I, I don't know that, I don't know that Kirk Cousins is all that great. I was in the, uh, North stands, the north end zone at the CU game on Saturday caught a football as it was kicked over the netting uh, for an extra point. And I wondered why, why are we not allowed to keep the football? You know, you can keep the puck. You can keep the baseball. Why can't I just walk away with the football? Oh, they demand you throw it back. They will hunt you down. One texter says here, 7555, at the University of Arizona, if the ball goes into the stands, the tradition is to continually, continuously toss the ball up the stands, eventually out of the stadium. I like that tradition. That's you fine. You can keep the ball. I, I, Someone I does. I don't mind that one. I don't, any, any tradition that doesn't involve giving it back, I can get behind. I did not like the guy throwing the ball back last night at the World Series game. That's what kind of started this. And I know he was an Astros fan, but you caught a ball at a World Series game. Ten years from now, that's going to be kind of a cool thing to have. And you threw it back. What a moron. Uh, here's one about your, um, your proclamation. You're, you're still ripping on CSU for not being able to sell out when in fact they did. Uh, CSU uh, did how sell many, out. There the were 31,000 people in the stands, but okay. What's the, what's the hot take from Rammy? Okay, well, this is from 6356. I am a CSU season ticket holder. The issue with the TV view of the stadium is that in order to get to the new Belgium beer porch and field club, you have to have a ticket. There are several thousand people that are not in their seats because of that beer porch. I agree it looks bad, but the stadium was full. So blame beer It wasn't full. There were 31,000 people who came through the turnstile. Did, did you just hear what he, yeah, but hold on a second. Most of those people didn't go to their seats. They never went in the, in the game at all? It's, I'm not talking about the visual of the seats. I'm talking about you surely have to get your ticket scanned and get into the building to go to the new Belgium I don't know, garden. but the same issue arises ah, at CU excuse. games. It's I'm watching. Excuse. I'm in the stadium at CU games, and the entire north section is half empty. And I'm like, where the hell are all these people? And then I went down to the beer garden over there, you know, underneath the press box. What do they call that spot? Whatever that spot is called. Beer garden. I'm going with It that. is jam-packed, James. Jam-packed. People are watching the game on big video screens drinking beer. People, it, it, make this a lesson. People would rather drink beer than watch football. Newsflash. Well, you know why? Because the vast majority of college football games on a weekly basis, and it's why I'm not a huge fan of the sport, the vast majority of them are completely and utterly meaningless. There was no meaning to the game in Fort Collins this week, and there was no meaning to the game in Boulder this week. Zero. None. So if, if I'm hanging out on a Saturday, yeah, I'll probably have a beer. I went to Notre Dame, Georgia. They don't serve beer in that stadium. There were a lot of damn people in the stands. 
Because it meant something. The game means something. How many games this weekend on the docket, and I don't have it in front of me, but I'll, I'll pull it up, actually mean something? Well, Four? I'm a Notre Dame fan. That game means something to me. Again, it's a per- college football's personal. But because it's of the personal. way it's structured, you, you like a Bronco game tonight, it actually means something. They're 3-3. Three and three. They look terrible. There's still time to right the ship. They could get back in this thing. Hell, the Baltimore Ravens won a Super Bowl, and they went five games without scoring an offensive touchdown in a row that year. You can, you can, there's a story in the, in the NFL. There's none in college football. Are you good from start to finish? Yeah. Okay. Are you in a big conference? Yeah. Okay. You got a shot. Otherwise, the other 140 schools, thanks for participating. It's a joke. Up next on Altitude 950, former Nugget Earl Boykins, his thoughts on, uh, the combination of Moutier and Murray. Germanuel Murdier. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Colorado Avalanche. And our coverage doesn't stop with the final horn. Keep it on Altitude 950 for Between the Pipes. Get all the highlights and hear from players and coaches. And Josh Dober will be taking calls to get your thoughts on the game. Get Between the Pipes after every abs game with Altitude 950. Oh boy, look at the time. I gotta get to work. I need something to eat. Something fast but nutritious with a little pick-me-up would be nice. Aha! Honey smoked salmon. With a natural, long-lasting energy boost of omega-3s and protein, honey smoked salmon contains many of the things you're looking for in an energy drink. Mmm, honey smoked salmon with cream cheese and a bagel? Good morning. Honey smoked salmon from the Honey Smoked Fish Company, the ready-to-eat energizing superfood. Available at Costco, King Supers, Safeway, and Sam's Club. Hey, Vic Lombardi here. I love this time of year. Nothing better than lying in bed on a cool, crisp autumn night and drifting off to a quiet, restful night's sleep. But if you or a loved one has sleep apnea, sounds of snoring may be echoing throughout the whole house. CPAP is typically used as the first line of treatment for sleep apnea, but studies show up to 50% of people who have a CPAP machine don't even use it. Now there's a silent, mask-free treatment option available right here in Denver. It's called Inspire. Inspire is an implantable device that works inside your body with your natural breathing process. It delivers mild stimulation to keep your airway open, giving you and your partner the restful sleep you need. Inspire is FDA approved and currently offered at more than 100 leading medical centers across the country. Visit InspireSleep.com to learn more, review important safety information, and find a doctor who can help determine if Inspire is right for you. The freedom to sleep like everyone else is just a click away at InspireSleep.com. That's InspireSleep.com. Buying or selling a home doesn't have to be stressful. Now there's a one-stop shop where they treat you right. Metro 21 Real Estate Group is taking the pain out of buying or selling a home. Lucas Akers and his team of agents are all over the Denver area, and they can help you save money. Why pay a 6% commission fee? With Metro 21 Real Estate Group, the total commission rate is as low as 3.99%. Call 303-430-HOME to find out how they can help you. Or check them out online at Metro21Homes.com to see the value of your home and to see what Lucas and his team can do for you. Whether you're looking for a home or selling yours, give them a call. It's Metro 21 Real Estate Group, 303-430-HOME. Home. That's 303-430-HOME. Metro 21 Real Estate Group. 
and tell them you heard about what they have to offer on the radio. I come to Sam's because it's always, you can get something different every time, and you can bring a group of people, and there's always something for everyone. Got a lot of options, and got a great reputation, and it's just a fun place to be. I've been with Sam's a long time, and the sons have carried on the tradition. Sam's number three in Aurora, Havana, and Parker, in Glendale, off Cherry and Leedsdale, and downtown, off 15th and Curtis. They are like family to us. Sam's number three is delicious. I don't know about you, but even when I'm feeling financially stable, I never turn away from the opportunity to save more money. I'm talking about cutting back your mortgage term or lowering your interest rate. This is Nate Crackman for my friends at American Financing, and you can trust me when I say they have the best option for you to own your home free and clear in 15 years. By refinancing to a 15-year fixed-rate mortgage, you can eliminate mortgage insurance, consolidate high-interest debt, and even save tens of thousands of dollars in interest money over the long run. Yes, tens of thousands of dollars in overall savings. And with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Your monthly payments will never increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. 303-695-7000. You can call seven days a week, even on the weekends. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. And MLS one eight two three three four regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Become a millionaire four nights a week when you play Powerball and Mega Millions from the Colorado Lottery. Jackpots start at forty million and only go up from there. Plus, tickets are just two bucks per play. It's time to start dreaming bigger than big. Altitude nine fifty, Denver's all sports station. Text us at three zero nine three three to join the show. Isaiah Whitehead for the first time tonight. So the Brooklyn Nets have gone to the end of their bench here. I didn't think it was quite over yet. 121 to 107. Murray has it behind the three-point line. He attacks the rim and he dumped it home. Count that thing after the goaltending whistle. Murray climbed the ladder and puts Denver up by 16. Wow, he just exploded to the rim. That was a right-handed dunk from the left side. Nuggets bust up Brooklyn on the road last night. A couple occasions I'm going to my roster going, who the hell is this guy? Brooklyn's got some guy named Levert. Thought Levert was an R&B singer. He's also a guard for the Nets. Nuggets win big in Brooklyn. We go to the hotline and welcome in former Nuggets guard Earl Boykins to the show. What's up, Earl? How you doing, bud? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How you doing? Have you ever heard of Levert? First of all, you shouldn't disrespect Levert. Those are my cousins. <laughs> Oh, is Eddie he really? Levert is my first. Shut yeah. up! The singing group Levert of my family. Yes. Oh, okay, not the player, but the R&B. No, the R&B singer. Eddie well, you Levert should... from the OJs, that's my uncle. Well, you should be happy that I know who he is. The only Levert I know is an R&B singer, not a player. Exactly. So, <laughs> don't talk about Levert. That's family. That's personal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but listen, we, we, we're both, uh, we look at a game like last night. The Nuggets yeah. should win that game, right? I mean, you gotta beat a Brooklyn team that really doesn't have much talent. I know that they're playing better at home, but you expect the Nuggets to win games like that. If you want to make the playoffs, you have to win games like that. Well, uh, as, uh, last week when I was on with Scott, I said, you know, people don't realize in order to make the playoffs, if you beat the non-playoff teams, you'll make the playoffs. It's just that simple. 
and the Nuggets are beating the teams that they supposed to beat. Okay, so having said that, they finished the road trip today, Earl, in New York against the Knicks. Is this a game we should expect the Nuggets to win? I definitely expect this, the Nuggets to win this game. Not only are they playing the Knicks, but the Knicks are the Knicks traveled from Cleveland last night. That's a good so point. They, they probably didn't get into New York to one one thirty in the morning, you know. So I, I expect the Nuggets to win this game also and come home from this trip, you know, three and one. So Earl, last night the Nuggets in the third quarter ran away with it. They uh, outscore the Nets forty to twenty one in the third, and it's the first time the Nuggets have really played like the Nuggets of a year ago offensively. First time I've seen them move the ball, score the ball at will. What what do you think has taken so long? Why has it been such a struggle to get into that offensive chemistry mode from a season ago? Turnovers. Mm-hmm. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. What the Nuggets showed last night is, you know, they had six turnovers for the entire game. And when you turn the ball over six times, you're usually going to win those games. You're usually going to win those games. And, you know, they're taking much better care of the ball, and that's the difference. You need shot attempts. You need shot attempts to make the offense look better. And last night, you know, they got shot attempts because they didn't turn the ball over and they looked like a totally different team. All right, so why so many turnovers early in the season? I think carelessness. A lot has to do with carelessness. Another thing is you have guys that, you know, for some reason that aren't aggressively offensive. They're not looking for their shots. They're, they're, they're looking to make the extra pass. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that, that leads – the, the tentativeness leads to turnovers. Whenever a, team, whenever a team or a player is aggressive, they usually don't turn the ball over. They may miss shots, but they don't turn the ball over. Yeah. Do you, do you agree with me on this one, Earl? Uh, you just mentioned being more aggressive offensively. Last night, Wilson Chandler got into his mode, scored 18 points. He hasn't been aggressive enough. They need Wilson Chandler to say, hey, I'm a veteran, I'm going to want the ball, I'm going to score the ball, and he did that at least yesterday. I think Wilson is is coming into a new role. I think in the past, probably his entire career, he's been looked upon, number one, as a defender. Well, when a guy's been looked upon as a defender, he gets used to not being aggressive offensively because Mm -hmm. he's not asked to. Well, now he's asked to step up and take more shots. Yeah. No, no, not this team. Kawhi Leonard for years wouldn't shoot the ball until finally Pop got him to understand we need you to score in order to win. This situation is similar here with the Nuggets. Wilson has to score 15 or 20 points if the Nuggets want to make the playoffs. Well, you mentioned turnovers, and that all starts at the point guard position in this league. Do you think, do you think the combination of Murray and Moutier, young guys, 21, 22 years old, do they have enough experience there at that position to get through an entire season? You know, the, the NBA is the only professional sport where they'll put you at a position you've never played your entire life and expect you to be successful. Jamal Murray is not a point guard. He's yeah. a natural scorer. He's, he's a scorer that you've put in the point guard position, in the point guard role. And whenever you're in a close situation, a close game, he's not going to be a point guard. He's going to look to score because that's what he does naturally, score the ball. He's not a natural facilitator. You look at last night, he only had five assists. That's not what he's naturally – that's not what he does. 
and the Nuggets are putting him in a position to do something that doesn't come natural for him. He's learning a new position. And as far as Moutier, this is Moutier's third year. Yeah. He's a backup to a guy that's not even a point guard. So what did that tell you? Yeah. <laughs> that speaks volumes, to be honest with you. What does that tell you? Yeah. I still think they're going to have to address this point guard situation if they're going to make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. If they're Watch. going to make the playoffs, they're going to have to address this this situation. And, you know, they're going, they going to have to make a move. They, they, need a, they need a point guard. What about the argument, Earl, that, no, this team's different because the, the offense goes through Jokic. He's our point guard. What We don't need a, a, a natural point guard on this team. What about that argument? Just because someone makes an argument doesn't mean it makes sense. We don't want to told me in debate class. We run up our we run our offense through a center. We lost Earl there. What? Yeah. In today's NBA, we're running our offense through a center. I don't care how good he is. He's as good as Anthony Davis and Boogie's cousin, and they have two centers that they're running the offense through, and they didn't make the playoffs. So if our goal is to make the playoffs, are you telling me Jokic is better than Anthony Davis? <laughs> That's what you're trying to tell me? And yeah. expect me to believe that? Yeah. It it doesn't work. It sounds good. Yeah, Jokic is young. He's exciting. He's a big that can pass. He can shoot the three. He can do this. But then when I look at the Pelicans, why aren't they winning? We only have one. They have two. Yes. So they should be twice as good as us, right? That's a good point. That's a great point because the the big problem in, in in New Orleans is they got they got to have a backcourt to complement that front court. But that's just their problem. That's not our problem. Yeah. It what? just I don't I don't get that when they say we have Jokic. Jokic, he's I'm not taking anything away from a guy. Yeah. But if you look at the teams, the eighth place team last year was Portland. They had a dominant backcourt. You have to have guards, especially in the West, if you want to make the playoffs. I don't care how good your center is. You are not making the playoffs unless you have competent backcourt play. Yeah. That's the most important thing, that you have to have backcourt play if you want to make the playoffs. Portland has proven that. What about Millsap's role with this team? Because I noticed a couple times last night, and in the game and the victory in Atlanta, he finally got the ball on the block. They finally cleared out. They finally said, all right, you're the all-star. Do your all-star type stuff. I want to see more of that. I want to see him be a little more authoritative with the ball. I, and that's that's what I was going to get to. Millsot has to take advantage of smaller guys. He has to take advantage of smaller guys. When you have a mismatch and you're three, four, five inches taller than the player, outweigh him by 25, 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse why you don't get a free throw, a layup, or a charge. Those are your three choices. Yep. Shooting 15-foot fadeaways, that doesn't work. That 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 doesn't work. And if you look at, you know, who's the Greek freaks leading the league in the NBA, leading the league in scoring now, and he can't shoot. So obviously layups are better than three. He'll make more layups than he does jump shots. But it's a matter of his mentality. Do I want to punish this smaller player? 
or do I just want to settle? Well, Millsap, if he once he adapts the mentality of switch automatic to the block, the Nuggets will be a better team. I agree. And I think slowly but surely they're going in that direction. Earl, I always feel smarter talking basketball with you. And as a, a reward, we started the, sh- okay. the segment talking about Levert, your cousins. We're going to give yes. you some Levert on the way out, just in honor of okay. Earl Boykins. So wh- what cousin is he on, on your father's or mother's side? Where, where yes, does he my stand? Father's side. This, my father's side. This is from Cleveland. God, who would have ever known? I had no idea. <laughs> You know the bad thing. The sad thing is, yes, everyone on my dad's side can sing except me. Come on, Earl. Serious? They all, Sorry, they I, all can sing. I'd rather be a baller than a singer. <laughs> I, I'm just glad that I got the height. Yeah, That's all I'm glad. <laughs> I got the height, so it worked out. <laughs> Earl, you're the best, man. Thanks for a few minutes this morning. All right. Thanks for having me. Take care, man. Earl Boykins. That is so funny. We're talking about Chris Levert of the Brooklyn Nets, and it turns into a family reunion of sorts. You got the Vic Lombardi Show final segment coming right up. A little Casanova on the way out. Denver's All Sports Station now has an app for your smartphone. Download our Altitude 950 app. I like the app. You gotta get a hold of it because this thing is really cool. This is beautiful, completely free to download. Now you can listen live. Check out our podcast. Podcasts of the shows, anything you may have missed. Stream our show, find podcasts, and listen to shows live. And contact all your favorite shows right in one place. You got it in the iTunes store, your Android, Google Play, the Altitude 950 app. Ever notice how some big sporting goods stores don't carry goods for your sport? Like hockey gear. Center Ice is your hometown specialty hockey shop. They have all the major brands, including Bauer, CCM, Vaughn, and True. And right now, you can save 10% on everything in the store. Everything. Ice, inline, goalie, and referee gear. 10% off now until November 15th. Register to win top-of-the-line hockey gear and get a free gift with purchase. Center Ice, the specialty hockey store. In the Tech Center, in the Marina Square Shopping Center. Berg Simpson is a law firm with a national reputation and proven results. Berg Simpson, your fighters for justice when the game is on the line. Go to BergSimpson.com. That's B-U-R-G Simpson.com. Good lawyers changing lives. This is Steve Berg of the Berg Simpson Law Firm. If you've been injured, don't leave the important choice of legal representation to just anyone. We have proven results, and you can check for yourself at BergSimpson.com. That's BergSimpson.com. Berg Simpson, good lawyers changing lives. Guess who's back in town? (coughs) It's me, your old buddy. The flu! (coughs) I can't wait to see you. I'll be all over town this year, even in places you don't expect me. Surprise! I'll be (coughs) everywhere. The flu can be serious or even deadly. Don't tempt fate this year. Get your flu vaccine and protect yourself, your family, and your community. For more information, go to fightfluco.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, it's Moj from my good buddy Tom Yazwa and Caliber Home Loans. I've known Tom for over 20 years. 14 of those, he's been in the mortgage business. Now, Tom, I know you do regular mortgages, but the renovation loan is really cool. How does it work? Moj, renovation loans allow you to purchase or refinance and renovate the property all with one loan. So let's say you want to buy a new home. A high percentage of the properties you look at are not perfect. In fact, some of them need a lot of updating. 
So a renovation loan allows you to remodel, repair, or replace just about anything, so you're remodeling your home before you even move in. Works the same way with refinances. Let's say you want to do a major remodel, but you don't have quite enough equity to get cash out. Well, you can refi and renovate your home and put all the costs into one new loan. The key is, is that we're loaning you money based on the after-improved value of the property. Call Tom at Caliber Home Loans today, 303-668-4499. That's 303-668-4499. Owner-occupied and investor loans are available. NMLS 379218, licensed in the state of Colorado. Sam's number three restaurants. The handheld chicken. I'm going to do a smothered burrito. My favorite is the Toro pot. Anyone can pick something off the menu here. Sam's number three. Great. The food's delicious. Huge portions. I've been coming here for over 35 years. Because um, the green chili is the bomb every time. It's more like home. Sam's number three in Aurora off Havana and Parker. In Glendale off Cherry and Leedsdale and downtown 15th and Curtis. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Special thanks to Earl Boykins, cousin of the LeVert, distant cousin of the OJs. Found that out the hard way in the last segment. I don't know if you heard any of that segment there, James. Wait a minute. Oh. He's a cousin of Levert? Not the Levert who plays for the Brooklyn Nets, but no, the no. actual R&B Levert. Like Gerald Levert? Yes. I saw Levert in concert. Did you really? It was at McNichol Sports Arena, and the concert was Canine Posse, Levert, and Bobby Brown. Oh, wow. Yeah, Earl Boykins is royalty. No kidding. I, I had no idea. I just, there are certain times where I'm really glad Will's not here. And having this, ha- having Earl on is a good time. Because have you heard him say Earl Boykins' name? Oh, don't start. Does he add an N? Yes, it's Boykins. Yes, yes, it he drives that, me he? up a wall. No, I'm not going to tolerate that. Earl Boykins. Oh, I didn't not know he was related it. to Levert. I was, you know... Mm-hmm. Down the hall doing a couple other things here, getting some work done. That's fat and fantastic. All right, when we uh, step back into the studio tomorrow, mm-hmm. uh, what are we going to be talking about? Are, are we going to be talking about disaster or are we going to be talking about shock? Because you know which way shock will go if it's indeed shock. Yeah, that means they win. Yes. Uh, it's, it's fascinating to me. How much time have we spent talking about this game today? Very little. You know None, what? And people wonder why. Because we're a sports station. And last night was one of the greatest World Series, if not the greatest World Series game ever played. We spent a lot of time on that. We spent a lot of time on things that have already happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happened. The Avs happened. The Nuggets happened. Tonight, we have no idea what's going to happen at Arrowhead. Now, I can give you a little insight what I think is going to happen. I think, the, I think the Broncos will keep it close, surprisingly, for a while. They'll keep it close. And then the talent will take over. And then they'll have a special teams breakdown or a back-breaking turnover. I think eventually the talent will take over tonight on that offensive side for the Chiefs. And they'll win this game going away. I I would agree with your assessment. The Broncos have lost six of their last seven road games, uh, which is staggering, really. That's that's pitiful. The only win was at New Orleans on the New Orleans on the blocked extra point. So it could be seven in a row. Um, I, I just I have a hard time in a hostile environment. That place is going to be loud. Justin Houston's going to be coming off the uh, the outside with Alan Barber or whoever they try out there trying to block him. I just think it's it's going to be they keep it close for a while, but it, eventually it just turns into this 
snowball rolling down the hill, and we look up and we're like, God, it's 28 to 10? How did that happen? Do By you, the way, last I checked, Justin Houston was iffy. He's not really certainty to play tonight. Well, that would certainly help the Broncos' yeah. chances. I, I, they're going to come out and they're going to try to run the ball. And I think we're all going to be frustrated with, God, they cannot run the ball. They're just running into the middle of the line. It's just run, 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 punt. It's just going to be that kind of a, a game. I just think they're going to, I think they're going to be pitiful on offense again. All right, tonight. coach, you know, you, you're the coach here. You're the GM and the coach. You can do both. Fashion a, a scheme for me tonight. If you're running the Broncos offense, what do you do? How do you line up? What do you run? Uh, I probably go shotgun even even with Simeon. Um, okay. I, I go shotgun. Just give him the benefit of looking over the defense. Yeah, yeah, okay. and, and give him. So that just removes the play action from your arsenal right now. Mm, yes and no. I mean, I, did you notice at the end of the Atlanta game against the Jets in the monsoon, they kept fumbling snaps, so they just put Matt Ryan in shotgun, and uh-huh. they still ran the ball. You can still do it. It's just a little bit of a different look, but you can okay. still do it. I would put him in shotgun. I would have a tight end. I'd basically play six offensive linemen. I'd either have a tight end or another tackle out there next to Allen Barber the entire game. That's what I would. That's what I would do. I'd have like a pit bull out there, a dog, a service I, dog. <laughs> I would play Jamal Charles a lot tonight. I, I, I think in Devontae Booker, C.J. Anderson would not be part of my game plan. They're just you can't plod three and a half yards at a time. It's just they're not gonna. It's not gonna work. Uh, but you know what? It's, it's tough. Is Emmanuel going to play tonight? I mean, I know he looked like he was probably going to, but if he's not out there, man, they don't, they, it's, it's, it's pretty hard to force the ball to Demarius Thomas when he's getting double teamed. I, I, it's tough if you're Mike McCoy and Trevor Simeon is your quarterback, because as I mentioned last week in one of my hot takes, it's all, hey, you know, you got to use your talent, use your guys' skills. Who on this offense do you tailor something for? The only guy to tailor something for is currently not playing. He's practicing. He hasn't been in a uniform all season. And I don't know if he'd be any good at it, but at least with, with Paxton, you could say, well, here's what I'm going to do. I don't know what to do with, with Trevor. I really don't. But if they're down 17-3 at halftime, don't you have to think about the switch to Brock? I saw a report by Jay Glazer yesterday on Fox, their pregame show. He comes out, you know, he does his uh, latest in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And he says, according to his sources in uh, the Broncos, that the Vance Joseph regime has told the players this is it, that there are no second chances. Jobs are on the line tonight in Kansas City. My interpretation is, well, there are so many jobs to go around. What, are you going to take Von Miller's job away from him? Correct. What are you going to do? Take Derek Wolf's job away? Yeah. There's only a couple jobs that are really on the line. So my translation is the quarterback job's on the line. I really, that's how I see it. It's I, the number one job. Yes. I mean, come on. I mean, how many jobs are really on the line? I mean, I could see CJ's job being on the line, but Jamal Charles, they can't give him the ball more than eight times a game because they're afraid he's going to get hurt. And Devontae Booker has been back for a week, but that's maybe one. Could you see the tight end job going, just going, for, for, you know, where, we're going where? to Hireman. We're going to play Hireman yeah, all the time. I don't know. What I, jobs? I, I'm, are they going to bench Garrett Bowles? That's it, what I'm saying. There, there are no jobs to be had here. There's one job. When I see that story, that report, there's one job, and yeah. that's the quarterback. You're right. I mean, because McManus, they're not going to cut him, right? I mean, he's another guy, though. If, if he hadn't signed the big contract and there wasn't a cap hit to it, and he goes out and misses two more Oh, tonight, it's a different deal. Yeah. His job could be on the – but it's not tonight. It's only the quarterback. That is the only job that I see as, as legitimately being on the line. Because middle linebacker, uh, who they, who are they going to put in there? Who, who's they're going to start Zaire Anderson and, and bench Brandon Marshall? I, I just 
I don't know the I don't know the switch that would make a lot of sense other than quarterback. But if it's ugly again in the first half tonight for the third straight week, I think you have to think about the switch because the loyalty of sticking with them and sticking with the game plan the last two weeks got you nothing. They've been no better in the second if half. If you make that switch, and here's the question I have. Do you run the same offense or do you make the switch knowing that, all right, we're going to have some different opportunities now with this other quarterback in the game? Because if it's the same offense, what's the point? I know. Well, because the last week, you know, on the, on the play to DT, they got called back. He threw a jump ball to DT. The DT made a nice play. The the right the proper read the proper throw was was uh, wide open. Benny Fowler on a, a a deep crossing route that was it was wide open. So if if you think the problem is he's not going to the right place, then yeah, you can run the same offense. They are in a little bit of a pickle because I I, I think and look none of us know if he's worth a damn. We don't. But if they could go to Paxton and run some different stuff. That has a better chance of jump starting. I think Brock is going to have to run basically the same offense. Uh, w- would be my guess because he doesn't bring a tr- he doesn't bring a significantly different skill set. Well, he, he, listen, he's less mobile than Trevor. Right, exactly. Say? He's less mobile. He's got more experience. That the, those are the only two variations I see. He's got a little more experience. He's been there. He's done that. He's won games, but he won games with the Kubiak offense, mm-hmm. not the McCoy offense. I mean, can he get the ball out quicker? That's not really, I mean, you, we don't really think of that with, 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 um, with Brock. Oh, it's a quick release. Like that's, I, I, I don't really know what you would do differently. I think it's just a spark. I think it's demeanor in the huddle. I think it's change because people look at it and go, all right, you know, here we go, something different. I mean, we all felt it when he came in at the, at the end of the first half against the Giants of, hey, somebody different. All right. It, there's a little bit of spark here when, when Trevor left with the injury. That would be the only reason to make it because he doesn't bring anything skill set wise that you think, well, this is going to make a drastic difference. I can't wait to hear from Sean Salisbury today on uh, the Julian Scott show. He joins us. He joined them every, uh, I think every week. He's always got some great stuff regarding the quarterback position. He's going to be with them. Uh, I, I'll say this. Okay. If a change is made, I don't think it's going to happen mid game tonight. I don't. I think they'll wait till after the game. I just don't see them doing anything during the course of a game at Arrowhead Stadium. If a change is made, it'll happen tomorrow or Wednesday, not tonight. Man. You don't, you don't want to hear that. I know you don't want to hear, but that's just my instincts when it comes to that position, this team, and where they stand right It's now. not me being anti-Trevor of why I don't want to hear that. The reason I don't want to hear it, Vic, is I really do think either of the last two games, if you make the switch at halftime, you had a puncher's chance. I really do. I mean, the Giants aren't any good. You're at home. You're down 17 to three. Your defense really hasn't given up squat. You had a pick six and one good drive. I, I think if you, if you put in Brock there and you get a little jump start, very winnable game and they didn't and they came out and were just as bad in the second half. And I even think they could have come back. What was it? 14 nothing last week and a half in, in, in LA. Mm-hmm. Felt like it was over. It didn't to me. Not in LA. Like felt it, like it was over to me in. Kansas City tonight, it probably will be because that'll be a hostile environment. It was another home game last week. It was another home game. It was a home game in Southern California. Before we say goodbye, they blew it. A couple minutes left. We don't say goodbye without giving you our Troy Hansford fired up finale. Who wins it today? This is the fired up finale presented by the Troy Hansford real estate team. Here's what's got us fired up today. Fired up. Any any tradition that doesn't involve giving it back, I can get behind. I did not like the guy throwing the ball back last night at the World Series game. That's what kind of started this. And I know he was an Astros fan, but you caught a ball at a World Series game. Ten years from now, 
that's going to be kind of a cool thing to have. And you threw it back. What a moron. Manchester calling out the fans. Off this to a good start this week. Yes, it is. Couple One win. Texts before we say goodbye. Nine zero five seven. This is Adam. Says James. I must say I'm impressed that you attended a concert featuring Canine Posse, mm-hmm. <laughs> who I believe featured. I think it was Eddie Murphy's cousin is in Canine Posse. Do you remember Eddie Murphy's song? Uh, I want to party, party all the time. Party all the time. Yeah. Oh my God, that was so bad. It was catchy though. Two one one eight says I can hear Chester's voice and tone about how excited he is to have the Broncos be down two scores at the half. So his preconceived notion of a QB change will happen. Sounds desperate. Broncos will win twenty four twenty one. Punk ass Manchester. Yeah. There, there's there's a guy that's really using his head. I'm not rooting for him to be terrible. I don't want them to lose. If he can be great, great, but he's not going to be. Tomorrow on the show, as we do every Tuesday, Akib Tlaib at a later time. He's got to sleep in a little bit. Jeff Legwald rejoins the program. Michael Malone, a day after the road trip and the return of HW. From we Manchester. Think. What's that? We think the return of we HW. We think. It's a good, good point. If he's, if he's alive after Vegas. For Jesse Manchester, thank you very much to Marty O. I'm Vic Lombardi. Up next, it's Hastings and Brownman right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. What about Millsap's role with this team? Because I noticed a couple times last night and in the game and the victory in Atlanta, he finally got the ball on the block. They finally cleared out. They finally said, all right, you're the all-star. Do your all-star type stuff. I want to see more of that. I want to see him be a little more authoritative with the ball. I, and that's that's what I was going to get to. Millsap has to take advantage of smaller guys. He has to take advantage of smaller guys. When you have a mismatch and you're three, four, five inches taller than the player, I weigh him by 25, 30 pounds. Mm-hmm. There's no excuse why you don't get a free throw, a layup, or a charge. Those are your three choices. Yep. Shooting 15 foot fadeaways, that doesn't work. That, that, that doesn't work. And if you look at, you know, who's the Greek freaks leading the league in the NBA, leading the league in scoring now. And he can't shoot. <laughs> so obviously layups are better than three. He'll make more layups than he does jump shots. But it's a matter of his mentality. Do I want to punish this smaller player? Or do I just want to settle? Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Nuggets head to the Big Apple to take on the Knicks. Tip-off is at 5.30 with the pregame show getting underway at 5.05. Jason Kosminski, the radio voice of the Nuggets, will be on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets. Home of the Avalanche. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 Studios, Scott Hastings, Julie Brown.